You are now listening to Nerd Rage Radio with Bobby Skullface and Adam Russman. This podcast is intended for mature audiences only and may not fit with your sensitive sensibilities. You may be a victim of meaningless outrage or you may, in fact, be a big ninny pants. If this is the case, please feel free to turn it off now. This is no country for ninny meat ninny pants. So crack open the mountain dew. Make sure the cheese doodles are super fresh, or in your mother's basement. It's Nerd Rage Radio. And welcome. Episode 102 of Nerd Rage Radio. Almost said beer and bolters 40k. Because I've done one here. You know, one within the last six months. Did, did you guys do one recently? Yeah. Okay, Chris, good. Chris came down. It was his birthday. Nice. He party like it was his birthday. Uh, then tell him you don't give a fuck it's his birthday, that's, Tom. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. I'm your host, Adam Russman, with my other host, Bobby Skullface. Joe KW will not be joining us today because he is working for the next four weeks in some yeah, he's gonna be his nimble fingers. He's going to be absent for a while. Uh, yeah. it's, we had to it's, put him on restriction. It's, it's, you know, he started acting like his pants were too big. It's his work schedule. It's fucking... D-A-N-A-N-A-S. Yeah. It's, cran- it's crazy. Dude, I was thinking about that song that Troy did. Uh, or he didn't record it, but he was like singing it when he had written it. And he was like, uh, lipstick in it. She's fixing it. New York, New York. Bananas, bananas. <laughs> Dude, is Troy dodging everybody because of the 80 bucks? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. He probably, just knowing Troy, is, he's, it's probably already out of his mind. Okay. You know, he's just like a such a, a you know, free a, spirit. Uh, what is it? Uh, what is it with the George of the Jungle or whatever? Nimbly, wimbly, swinging tree from tree or whatever. Like, he's just like a, just a, his fucking head is everywhere. Why do you relax? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I would say he's a feather on the wind. There you go. That'll work. Right. That'll work. <laughs> um, oh, man. But so, yeah, it's, 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 uh, I don't know what's going on. I've hit him up on every platform. I've hit him up. His phone is obviously not the same number anymore. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with him. Troy's kind of guy you expect his phone number to change every six to eighteen months anyway. Anyway. Yeah. I think he's. You know, like I said, like I think he's one of the true, one of the few true artists I've ever met in my life. And and you have to deal with all the bullshit that you hear about when you're watching behind the music on yeah. your favorite band. Didn't he like become a physical therapist or he just went to physical? He was going to physical therapy twice school. And made rap songs to remember all the anatomy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he. Um, there's this one story I'd love to tell, but I can't because you just have to be careful about information that you put out there. Can you? But um, can't, can you change a name to protect? You can't. Penalty? You can't. Oh, really? Um, the name is pertinent. Oh no. Um, but it's uh, there. There was a there was a word. I, I can I can go a rough, and the audiences can use their their imagination. Imagination. Um. There was a word that was being discussed in a psychology class he was taking. Okay. And, you know, they, they were saying how the word is a dangerous word and, uh, uh, you know, it's an ugly word, et cetera, et cetera. And then they were talking about how... Maybe the most important word in American history. Some people have said that. Yes. And then they were talking about how, the, you know, the, the word has kind of changed and there's been different iterations of it. Mm-hmm. And some of those iterations have been kind of felt to change the meaning of the word and mm-hmm. give it a different perspective of the word mm-hmm. and all of the kind of social and cultural and psychological weight there is to the use of that word mm-hmm. with, with amongst those certain communities. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and, and Troy was like, uh, Troy was like, uh, excuse me. And he raised his hand and they called on him and he was like, 
I just want to be honest, man. It's not why we say it. It has nothing to do with any of that. And they were like, well, then why, Troy? He's like, we say it because it sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, went into, like, why it sounds good. And, like, dude, it was so funny. Oh, man. I miss that guy, too. I miss him uh, immensely. I, I, You know, he's, he, the thing is, is like, Maybe he's, he's always this like kind of elusive maybe free he's spirit. A, uh, witness protection for something. I doubt that. But you can never like pin him down, you know. So it's like if you always kind of miss him, it's like part of his charm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. I figure. I, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. So, but I, I do wish like, I, like he's a guy. Like, like I, you know, honestly, like being honest, mm -hmm. I feel, I feel almost responsible to get his voice out. I hear you. Like, I feel like I have a a, a very small platform. But if He's I don't, like the next coming of Yahweh ben Yahweh. If I don't use this platform, I fail him in some way, and then, like I think I'm trying to uh, alleviate, you know, if he were to die or pass or something tragic happen, and I'm in the same spot where I am with Mario, where I feel like, fuck, I couldn't get Mario out, you know, and then with Troy, I'd be like, I, I fucking had the opportunity to get Troy out, and I didn't push hard enough mm. to get him out. Time out though. What's up with that spider going behind you? That's um. That new? Pinkertons. Can I see that? Yeah, it's uh, it's fun, man. I I should I'll show you the pictures I took, which are yeah, it looks. It looks it's awesome. the same company making that Wolverine. Oh, I don't know if I like her face. Her face may be too. It's it's too ridiculous. Anime. And and dude, when you put it on, <laughs> she looks like a, a uh, like a cloner from um. Oh, gotcha. Camino. Wow, I got Camino before. Yeah, what is going on with wow. you? Dude, I've been having some fuck ups recently. Like I I uh. I've been reaching for some words that haven't been there. I've been trying to, uh, for, for those listening, think about... It's funny that you should talk about that. We continue. Finish I, your story. I've been thinking about bettering myself. Yeah. In a way. So, uh, you know, I've been thinking about, get, I've been working on getting my CDL. Mm -hmm. uh, puts me in a different bracket in the mopping business. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can transport chemicals. I can transport the chemicals yeah. instead of... Uh, Just pulling them off the truck. Instead of offing them. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've been working on getting my CDL. I've almost got it down. Nice. Like I'm very, very close. And um, it's funny. I was talking to a buddy of mine, and I'm like, you know, I'm going over. I'm like asking a couple of things. I'm like, man, what if this happens? I'm like, what if this? You know, what if like if we're taking one of like the mopping, you know, like the mopping box truck, um, you know, and, and like you get in the cab for for Maryland. I don't know how it is everywhere else, but for Maryland, it's very. It's varied by the book in terms of your CDL. So, like, you, uh, as I get in, I'm checking the seatbelt. I'm making sure that there's no rips, tears, freeze. That it's yeah. that mounted securely. That it's not cracked, broken, damaged, or loose, and that it latches securely to the latch. Like, you know, and that's just the fucking seatbelt. Yeah. You got to talk about everything to yeah. that degree. And and the seatbelt in this one box truck that our company is allowed to use is has some phrase in the seatbelt. You yeah. know, and I'm like, are they gonna gig me for this? You know. Take a lighter and melt them down. And uh, and he was like, no. He was like, dude. He was like, you have to imagine all the trucks are coming in and out of there. And I was like, and what if I say this? What if I say that? And he's like, look. He's like frustrated with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. He like covers, like puts his hands, like arches them over his temple, and he's like, look. You are going to be the most well-spoken person that they have seen in months. <laughs> Just go with it. You know what, uh, David C, who is a listener, mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure he has a CDL because he's a truck driver. Listens to us driving down the road, delivering. Okay. So maybe, hopefully, I think you met him before. Uh, maybe he recognized your voice at, at last uh, weekend. He's like, yeah, Bobby, listen to Nerd Rage. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe if you need some other help, he's, you know. Yeah, I, well, I'm, I'm good. I have a very experienced 
uh, CDL licensee, licensor, licensee. What's the plural on that? Uh, <laughs> helping me. Uh, unfortunately, he's kind of in the twilight of his life. <laughs> Dude, um, the old man chair. Yeah, he has an old Dude, man chair. Dude, old man chair. Yeah, you've seen it. I have. You've seen it. It, it like, you can't describe the texture of the fabric. <laughs> you have to see it. Dude, it's I'm, like, I'm it's so like bummed. That we, I can't that, describe I, it to you. You have to see it for yourself. I'm so bummed that the schedules didn't work out better than um, that I didn't get time to really go around and, and, and yeah. you know. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm, I'm going to come back down. That's not a Tuesday or Wednesday or Monday because I wanted to go to the GW store in Columbia as well. Mm-hmm. It pissed me off. There's a uh, who the fuck closes a Monday and Tuesday? Yeah, and Wednesday I think. There's a um, across from us. There's a, a hell of a coffee shop, by the way. It's probably the best coffee I've ever had. Okay, okay. down. Um, I want to go back to that mental fog thing. Yeah, I've been living in it a little bit recently. So I, I listened to an awesome podcast about ketogenics, like mm. going on like a ketogenic diet. So this is going to probably get a little bit boring, but just bear with me. Okay. So your body can make fuel two ways. It can make fuel from glucose or it can be fuel from ketones, mm-hmm. right? Ketones come from fat. Um, glucose comes from uh, carbs and an excessive amount of protein, right? So th- that's one of the reasons why a, a, the Atkins diet works because you reduce your carbs and your body is, is forced to make ke- uh, ketones out of your fat stores, mm-hmm. right? So there's only so much carbohydrates you can – uh, glucose you can keep in your system. Let's just say 100 grams. Okay. And then the, you store that and you burn it. That's why, like, when you eat carbs, you get hungry again, or you had that drop where you feel all foggy and you're, you know, you feel all cranky and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But on a ketogenic diet, you don't feel that way. The problem is, is it takes about two weeks to get the benefits, and people have what they call like the keto flu. Like when you start going to Atkins, you feel like shit because mm-hmm. your body's like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to have to work again. But anyway. I was listening to the history of it. It actually started like in the Greek time. They use it to uh, help people with seizures because they fi- they're finding out now, they don't know why, but they're finding out now that your brain somehow is more effective using ketones than is glucose. So there was this theory for a long time, like, oh, your brain is, you know, this power, it needs all this energy, and if you stop doing this, it's going to damage it. Well, now there's like the scale where if you're a young person and you're using glucose to fuel yourself and to fuel your brain, your brain is fine. But as as you age, your brain gets less good at processing the energy of glucose, and as you get older, it it, it gets worse and worse and worse. So you get you kind of become glucose intolerant in your brain functions, hmm. and so there's a drop off. Now some people, it depends on the person. Some people are not carb sensitive. They're they're not glucose sensitive. They can they can eat. They can be experienced carbs and come back into ketosis pretty fast. Some people like they fucking smell a carb and they drop out of ketosis, hmm. but ketones there's no degradation so if you're on a ketogenic diet for a long time your but you're you stay brighter and you have more mental focus so that's one thing that like a lot of these uh a lot of fighters and a lot of like pro athletes now are studying it because not only is it a better energy reserve once you get into ketosis because your body can just take energy from fat it doesn't have to worry about the glucose or the drop mm. it actually makes you more more alert and better perception and everything mm. Um, but it's really interesting for people who suffer from seizures because basically there's something to think now that, that the seizures has something to do with your body's inability to process the, the glucose, but when it's on ketones, it's like it's in the zone. 
And then they start, it was on this podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, which is funny, man. Like, I get bored of his podcast sometimes. He starts talking to fighters and other fighters and comedians. Yeah, and, and weed. I get, I like, yeah. I, I, and you know, I love marijuana. I'm yeah. a big advocate, maybe yeah, yeah. legal across the board, but I don't need you to, I don't need, I get it. It's yeah. good. Yeah, but yeah it's fine. I, I'm let's, with let's you. Let's do it. Let's, let's do it. Let's do one final episode, talk about how great it is, and then let's Move never the discuss on. it again. I'm good. I'm good. But uh, he had Ben Shapiro on, and I like, I really like Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. Um, He's he's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I like him, but he annoys me. Yeah, he he gets a little. He's. He I told you what annoys me about him that he, he he he. I don't like his labels. I don't like that he backs a lot of his points with specific cases. Mm-hmm. That then, in order to argue him, you'd have to research the case and find out. You know, so it almost it's, one, it's like a single data point. It disables you. Yeah. And it and it and it and it may unknowingly yeah. it it may be bullshit. Like, yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. Um, but anyway, then the next episode of this guy that's like this ketogenic scientist. He's like a proper doctor, scientist, and everything. So the other interesting part, man, I lost my train of thought. I need to go on a diet. No, no, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, damn, where was I at? Ben Shapiro was on. Yeah, it was. It was the benefits of the ketogenic diet. Seizures. So obviously, obviously, I need to get back on it. Because you know, lost I, I lost my train. I've been th- I've been feeling a little foggy myself here recently. I think mine. So is, I'm gonna um, give it a try. We'll see. Because I'm. I mean, I, I have been getting into the you know more carbs here recently, and uh, you know. Well, like you know, there is. There's also like, oh, I know what it is now. Hmm. Sorry, it's cancer. Hmm. So now they're studying like people who have a like, cancer. Cancer feeds off of glucose. So if you start starving, like like cancer cells or whatnot, and they become weak, and then ketogenics actually help your body become stronger to fight off that stuff. So now there's all these different treatments that are coming in that are like actually low cost because most most of it is diet based, and there's new things that are being approved to fight this technology. Like, so basically they're setting up scenarios where somebody comes in who has cancer, their diet is probably fucked up, their body is probably weak. Well, now we'll make your body stronger and we'll focus the cancer treatment. So when you leave the treatments, you're actually in a better state physically, mentally, and everything than you were, bef- when, you were when you were before you knew you had cancer. It's, it's like really interesting. Um, and I got into some debate with somebody about like the healthcare insurance and everything. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm at the point now, I think that we have all bet on the wrong horse with insurance across the board. What do you mean? So insurance companies are becoming r- ridiculously soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we need to get that shit. Like insurance companies are becoming ridiculously wealthy, right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's becoming so expensive to go to the doctors because the doctors have to charge an outrageous amount of money because they have to pay liability insurance. Right. You know? Right. So I've seen some things that you can like fly to Europe or other places in the world and like have a surgery that's like one tenth of the price it is in the United States. Right. Because the insurance premiums are so high. Exactly. So I was talking to who was I talking to? It might have been Joe. Me and Joe might have been having the conversation because he's like, I mean, he works in the medical field mm-hmm. and whatnot. And I was like, dude, I was I was looking at a, I had a friend of mine who started a business. He uh, he's using his daughters as the model for the business advertising. Mm-hmm. So he's actually making his daughters and employees. He's giving them a you know he's paying them their money's going into like a Roth IRA in their name, so they can have like five thousand bucks a year. And so he was breaking down how much, like, by the time they're 23 or whatever, how much it's going to be worth. And when they're ready to retire, they're set. He's like, dude, they're set. Because, like, nobody saves money anymore. And you, you won't believe, like, rich people save money. That's why they're rich. Mm. And they keep on getting richer. 
Like nobody saves money more. So I was thinking about it. I was like, dude, if you took five thousand bucks when you're sixteen, you start working, right? Mm -hmm. And you took five thousand bucks a year and say that's a lot of money, right? Yeah, I don't even know if I may was making five thousand bucks a year. You probably were. I mean, like that's you know, let, let's say you're making ten bucks an hour, right? Ah, uh, shit, no, I wouldn't. Like now, today. Oh, you're yeah, sixteen year old kid. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Hour, right? I'm saying in our. I mean, we were making. I was my first job. How much were you making your first job an hour? Uh, I want to say six twenty-five, four sixty-five. Really? Four sixty-five at Value Food. Really? I think I want to say it was six twenty-five, or maybe I got a raise at six twenty-five. But it was a little bit more than, than minimum wage. And I used to come there stoned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, it might have been four seventy-five. Maybe it was. I don't know. But anyway, that's crazy. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I was like, did the the bottom of that cup fall off? But anyway, like if you, I was looking like just like an IRA, like a Roth IRA thing, mm -hmm. and so you pay the taxes before you put it in there, and then you don't get taxed later. Like so, let's say you start putting money when you're 16, mm -hmm. and by the time you're 60, when like people start getting sick, let's just say that's your 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 health care account, right? Now there are people who get sick in their 40s, there are people who get sick in their 20s. Yeah, there's always exceptions, mm -hmm. but it's it's you know majority of people, right? Dude, it's like three million dollars, depending on the rate of return, you know, like. And then if, if, if the cost is coming down for, for medical procedures because everybody's not paying gobs of money for live insurance, I mean, dude, I take I think I'm paying six hundred bucks a paycheck in insurance for, for health insurance because of my family. Maybe it's three, maybe six hundred bucks a month. It's fucking ridiculous, Brandon. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so it just is what it is. Uh, it was interesting though. Else. So that was your nerd week. <laughs> I was kind of a super nerdy nerd week. Yeah, it was good. Episode I finished me. the keepers. Okay. So, so those who just joining us, give us the whole rundown of what that is. Okay, so the keepers is a show that I started watching uh, in typical Maryland fashion. Somebody was like, "You need to watch the show on Netflix called the Fe the Keepers," and I was like, "Yeah, all right, buddy." Added to my list. Like, dude, have you watched the keepers yet? Uh, no. And I'll be honest with you, man, I'm probably not gonna watch it. Yeah. I'm not good at watching shows. Like, they know it takes place in Maryland. I'm on it. <laughs> So I started. You see the Maryland flag at all on the show? <laughs> no. uh, yeah, oh yeah. I'm just saying, like, no, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm well, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, so like, I um, I started telling uh, I actually I told Jisk about it uh recently, and I was like, dude, you gotta watch the Keepers. And he's like, all right. And he's, you know, I told him a little bit of the premise. He said, sounds good. And then I was like, and I was like, and it takes place in Maryland. And then I was like, dude, I don't know why I just told you that. <laughs> I was like, I don't know why to me that seems it's like it's a sale a, point. It's a necessity to you. So what's the premise of the show? So this nun was part of the Keough uh, school, uh, not, okay. not too far from where Troy lives, yeah. across from St. Agnes. Yeah. And this is back in the 60s, early 70s, so like heavy Catholic Baltimore, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, you're talking about a lot of a lot of Polacks with a lot of kids, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this teacher there, uh, Sister Kathy, was like the hip teacher. Like kids could go to her. She was accessible. Cool she was approachable. She was the nun, but she wasn't a nun that was gonna smack you on the on the hands with a ruler. She yeah. was the nun you could talk to about your oh, problems. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she started becoming suspicious that this headmaster, so to speak, mm -hmm. um, named Maskell, was abusing these girls. Okay. Turns out, definitely was the headmaster, like the of the school, the, a dude. Yeah. Okay, not headmistress. I guess correct. Headmistress. Okay. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, and he's abusing these girls. Now, was he a priest? Yeah, father. Okay. Father Maskell. Gotcha. And dude, it doesn't Maskell sound like a villainous name? Dude, I think I know Maskell. Lord Maskell. Continue. So like, he's he's I mean, and he's brutal. Like he basically his his, it seems like his mo, 
Yeah, every teenage girl's got a problem. Yeah. You know, I don't think I've ever fucking met a teenage girl and going through it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So we'd invite these girls into his office and counsel them. Mm-hmm. And then the moment that they said what their issue is, he would point out how it was their fault. Mm. And there's only one way to get clean, mm. basically. Mm-hmm. And he was, I mean, just brutally abusing these like young girls. Like what kind of actions? Uh, you know, rape okay. and uh, inviting other people into the office to rape them. Uh, including the uh, other people in the archdiocese, uh, other all pe- priests, police officers, wow, uh, neighborhood leaders, wow, all sorts of folks. Yeah, um, and then people wonder why I believe in PizzaGate. <laughs> right, you know right, 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 right. Um, so I, I think that the like, let me just pause here. I want to, mm. I want to go back to it, but mm. I do think that there. Human beings who who gain power. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of it. It's a bit like and like rape isn't about sex; it's about power. power. You know what I mean? So I wonder if there's just a proclivity for people who want power, and if that makes them more susceptible for having rape urges mm-hmm. or just being fucking rapists. Yeah, that's that's a, that's a good point. So, Sister Kathy felt. It seems as though she felt as though she was in fear for her life. Okay. Or in fear for her health and well-being. Okay, cause she, because she she saw she, this. She started. She never saw it. Okay. Uh, she had her suspicions, and then some of the stu- well, she would see students like, you know, they would call over the intercom like, you know, student so and so, please come down to the headmaster's office, and like all the girls would look at him like with puppy dog eyes, and like the you know the girl that got called would like just be staring like, you know, the seven mile stare or whatever yeah. off into her desk. Thousand mile stare. Thousand mile stare. Um, seven. God, you see how my brain went there. So I like it. Anyway, long story short, she started pulling them aside and was like, "Are you okay?" And they would like kind of you know shake their head, like, "Do you want to talk about it?" And shake their head, like, "Okay, can I ask you some questions about it?" And you can just nod or shake your head. Like, is someone hurting you? Nodding your head. Is it someone at the school? Nodding your head. Is it inappropriate? You know, shit like that. That's how she started getting the yeah, information. Yeah. So apparently she started making a little bit of a stink about it. Okay. And then felt in fear. She contacted other people within the church and was like, look, I have this. She really just wanted to get out. She was afraid. But she was like, look, I had this idea. And it's actually a good point. She was like, how can we teach morals, ethics, values, and the word of God to a room full of students that live in a world we don't understand? Okay. We're locked away with people of all like-mindedness. We don't yeah. know what's going on in the world. We're living in this little secluded hideaway. Yeah. And I, which I totally did. No, I, I think that's a good point. Yeah. And this, uh, this head nun or whatever was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to take you and her. I'm going to send you both out, and I'm going to get you a job at a public school. You okay. know, spend a couple years with public school kids, learn about the world, come back, apply what you've learned to to Keel. Beautiful. So she lives in an apartment. And um, I guess it's technically Catonsville. Okay. And she goes out one night, never comes back. Oh, wow. Uh, her body is found sometime later. I think she was killed in November. They found her in February or some shit like that. Oh, wow. Uh, brutally raped, like fucked up, dead as a doorknob. And they're trying and to that figure- wasn't a bad area back in the 60s. no hell no they even i mean they talk about yeah. i was telling you they talk about emerson village yeah which was like you know the prime yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah. can we go to emerson village <laughs> now i'd be like if you don't shut up i'm taking i'm dropping you all in emerson village. <laughs> um but like they yeah, were like somebody got arrested there for uh 
heroin purchase? Uh, uh, I'm sure. My, my brother? Yeah. No, 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 no. That was down in uh land near Lansdowne. Okay. Which isn't too far south yeah, of Baltimore, yeah. but anyway, um, they're trying to figure out who who done it ever since. But the the layers of conspiracy, cover up, and bullshit between the Catholic Church, the Baltimore City Police Department, um, state's attorney's office, the you know, like it's just it's so yes. fucking shady. Yeah. Uh, and like, dude, they, they the best part of it is they interview this detective. He was a detective with Baltimore City, and this guy, you hear him talk for ten seconds, you're like, can we hire? Can we hire this guy? Like, mm-hmm. he obviously knows his shit. This yeah. Dude was born to be a detective. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. He retired from Baltimore City Police Department and started working for the county. And they're talking to him in the county. You know, the county, he's like a high-up supervisor, detective, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, they're telling this thing. Because I was like, they're all, there's like missing evidence. Mm-hmm. But the missing evidence that's missing is like all like the super sketchy shit. Like, it's not like the, the bullshit. Still got all that. But like the shit that like would, with today's technology would probably fuck up somebody. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. With, with one exception, which we'll get to. But he says like, uh. They're, they're asking, they're like, what about this letter? And they're like, what letter? And he's like, a letter that was committed, submitted to evidence, but then they, give, they start giving him paperwork. And this guy, I mean, he's defending the system the entire time, yeah, you know, because yeah. like, he, he's being a good soldier, you know? Yeah. And he starts looking through the paperwork, and he's like, Bobby's looking down, he's grimacing, looking back up, his eyes, brows folded, looking left, looking right. I don't know what to say about this. Let me make some phone calls. And he gets up out of the interview. Really? Leaves, and like the, the camera's just still rolling. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's making these phone calls. He comes back, and he's like, we don't have it. And we definitely should. What was it? Uh, it was a letter that Kathy had written to her sister uh-huh. a week before she died or whatever. Yeah. The, the, the envelope got there after she disappeared. Okay. So the sister didn't want to open it. Because she didn't want it to be tainted, so she handed it over to the Baltimore City Police and was like, "Look, this got to me right after she went missing. Yeah, it might have pertinent information. I don't want to fuck the evidence up in any way. Open it, read it, do what you got to do, and if I could just have it back afterwards." So nobody read it. Nobody ever. Oh, it definitely got read. Okay. But they didn't write. Like the, the, the Baltimore City detective was like, uh, and stuff like that. We we would make a transcript of it. You know, the transcript of the letter would be in the file. There's no word of a transcript. There's no word of such and such. Like, it's just, it was here, it was here, it was here, it was gone. And they can't follow the chain of custody to see where it went. And he's, and he's like, he's, he's heated. He's getting upset, you know? Yeah. And, um, and then the other thing that was great about him was, was they were like, he, like, he, it's like he started realizing, because this, this, this crew that this, did this, they know their shit. They know their shit. And he's like, well, he's like, actually, we have a piece of evidence right now that we're able to do some DNA testing. I can't talk too much about it. Uh, not many people. So is this a county investigation now? Uh, kind of. One, one second. Because I think the body was found in the county, but she was killed in the city. Okay. Um, but, but they were like, she was like, he was like, look, we're trying to, uh, we're going to try to get to the bottom of it. I can't talk too much about it. It's really super top secret, et cetera, et cetera. And the interviewer was like, you're talking about the cigarette. And he's like, and he like looks over to his right. Yeah. And then you just hear this woman like off screen go, well, if they know about it, you can talk about it. Oh, <laughs> and, and so he's like a DA or something in there. And he's like, and he's like, yep, we're talking about the cigarette. Obviously, you know more about this fucking case than I do type shit, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, like, but, but it, it's, it's fucking power. So is this on like the cold case level now? Yes. But it's interesting because I have questions about it. Like, I want to talk to somebody who's seen it. Yeah. And, and 
I, like I'd love for you to watch it. So I'll I can ask it. you some questions. Yeah. Um, just because you're a smart guy, and like I, I'm, I can't. Like there's there's so many moving pieces. Yeah. It's hard for me to retain some of the information. And like at the at the end of it, to me, it seems like they're trying to point their finger at ten fucking people. Like the county is, or no, the, no, the, the, producers. the, the, the producers. Gotcha. It's almost, and it's not even like they're pointing their finger. They're like, "Look, we don't know who did it, but it's one of these 10. Gotcha. Uh, it's, it's how it so seems to who, me. Of those ten, are all of them still alive? No. Okay. No, most of them are dead. Okay. Huh. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm getting some toys today. What you getting? Well, I'm supposed to be getting that Moss toy stuff, the one I did the box art for. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm interested. The, the blue one is coming, and that's the one they they didn't use my artwork for. I'll tell you about this. No. Yeah. So you somebody else's artwork. Yeah. Okay. And it's better. Okay. You know, so I get it. Yeah. But I wish I would have. I feel like I deserved a heads up on it. Oh, you didn't know at all. I didn't. I just I saw it for the first time. Everybody else did, and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but it was one of those things. Like, so I did. They told me they wanted the white one, gold one, yellow one. Yeah. So I did the white one, gold one, yellow one. Yeah. And then they were, and then he like they hit me up and they were like, look, we're gonna do a blue one now too. We got two weeks. Yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. What date? And they gave me the date, and it's like a week and a half. Yeah. yeah. I was like, Ugh. I was like, all right. You know, and it's it's not like I could do it if it was my nine to five. But yeah, it's, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So like, I knock out. It's not dynamic. It's fine. It's yeah. it's it's fine. It's yeah. Not crazy. It's not setting the world on fire, but it would do. Yeah. Um. And then I see this box art for it, and it's definitely not mine. Okay. Which irritates me only because like you know the time I donated to it, but. I'm trying not to jump to conclusions on a jump to conclusions, Matt. Yeah. Because it is a TF Nation exclusive, uh-huh. and I'm wondering if they're going to have a TFCon America exclusive oh. version of it with my box art on it. Gotcha. Because that would say TFCon, so they'd have to redo the box. Gotcha. You know, and then, and then if that's the case, I'd be like, yeah, well, give me the American one, you know, because gotcha. that would be the one I wanted anyway. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So I'm and trying to think too. Maybe they they had less time than they thought, and didn't want to call you and tell you never mind because you already stayed, started on it. Could be. Yeah. But all of those things I feel like could have been in an email. Yeah. Sometimes it, you know if you're if you're hustling and bustling and you have to make the call and maybe Curse the person who's Curse talking to you didn't Curse. know that they changed. Little, you know what I mean? Uh, no, this this person would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking to the the boss. Okay. You know, so I, I, I just feel like it would, have, it would have been a courtesy. Yeah. You know, not, yeah, everything yeah. is on the arm. Uh, and, and it may all be for nothing. Like I said, this TFCon thing might, might get it all sorted. Got Leonardo in, a couple other fucking tidbits. Dude, Leonardo looks fucking looks awesome. great, right? I hope I hope Mikey's a little shorter. Mm. And uh, I wish I wish they did, I wish they did that. But we don't we don't know yet because we haven't seen Mikey, correct? No, we've seen him. I don't know if we I don't know if I've, I've paid attention to a picture of them all together. Um, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Sorry about that. No worries. I uh I watched Game of Thrones. I'm up to episode three, but I know what happened in episode four because Chris already watched the leak one, and he like, I was like, dude, you have the leak one still? He's like, yeah, let's watch it, and then he couldn't find it anymore. And yeah, then, you know, it's a, uh, it's it's uh, the speed of this season. Like, I do feel like they're giving you the payoff. Yeah, you know, like yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. in it for this long. Let's fucking give them what we got. Well, I, you know, I almost want, I know exactly what you're talking about. I almost wonder if they're like, they had this pace, and then all of a sudden, like, ooh, we gotta wrap it up. Yeah, I, uh, not in a bad way. No, 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 not no, in a no. bad way. Yeah, but, yeah, but uh, yeah. let's see what else. I, I listened to. Uh, I just want to give a shout out to Toy Detox, part of the Cool Table Network. Uh, they've actually had two, I think, two shows last two weeks. Nice, so pretty consistent, and they've both been knockout shows. Like they've both been really great shows. Uh, what else? Um, I don't, I don't know if I did much else. I, I feel like I did. 
I watched this interview with Tom McFarlane, the the, the hour long I saw, one. I saw that you shared it. Was it good? It was all right. So it was good, but it was a lot of rehashing of what was in that documentary. I told you I watched that Image Revolutions on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a lot of rehashing of that. Okay. Um. And I feel like if I were to come to one person and be like, watch this or watch this, it would definitely be the Image Revolution documentary. Okay. But it was good. Yeah. Uh, and still, you know, like, I, like you got to respect that guy. Like, yeah, I do. I do. Still crazy. As a oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I think that's I think it. That's, I think that's it. All right. Um, I had a pretty good nerd week. So a couple seasons. Uh, American Ripper. Um, I'm, it, it's good. There, there's some shit, bro, that, like, uh, there was some new article here recently that came out that said they found out who the, who he was. It's, like, on Fox News. And I kind of like, like, this is this is something else. They found some journal that was found on a footboard, and they're saying it was some, some British doctor, and they're like, this is it. This is the piece of evidence that we need. And I read the whole article. I'm like, this isn't anything. Mm. Like, a third party found this. They found it in a home that— Dude, I love third party. One of the one of the suspects might have they allegedly found it under a floor, floorboard mm-hmm. that one of the suspects may have lived at, mm-hmm. and like a hundred years after he died or something ridiculous, and so it's just like it's very it's very whatever. I th- and this comes back to my theory. I think that England is gonna have a hard time letting it go, letting go that it might have been an American killer. Mm-hmm. And so those of you guys are just listening, the guy H H Holmes, which was America's first serial killer, his great great his great great grandson. Our great grandson, whatever doesn't really matter, um, has a theory that he was Jack the Ripper. They've traced a bunch of different evidence. One being um, that there is tons of uh, tons of uh, examples of where he was prior to the uh, Jack the Ripper and right after the Jack the Ripper area. During the the four month period of the Ripper murders, he was nowhere to be found in America. There is evidence that trace him back to shipping, like you know. Uh, to and from England during that time. There's evidence he wrote to his lawyer that he wanted to go to London because people could get lost in London. Uh, their handwritings were a 96.7% match. Which is a very high. It's ridiculous. Like most modern but people... Don't even write the same twice. Yeah. And they also did a composite of all of the descriptions through a, through a modern police sketch artist. Um, of all the descriptions, there's 11 people that witnessed the, the, the Ripper. And then based off a picture of him and like the guy, the, and his great grandson is a lawyer. He's like, this would be a warrant. A judge would give a warrant for his arrest based off this evidence. <laughs> so it's it's very interesting. Um, and there's also some things where after he, after the, the four month period of time he was missing, then he came back and started making the murder castle in Chicago, and that might be he learned his lessons from the Jack the Ripper. And the Ripper murders actually they got progressively worse because he actually the Ripper actually memorized. Um, the root the roots of the police officers, mm-hmm. and back in the day, you had these walking patrols. They were on a strict clock, mm-hmm. and if they were ever a couple minutes late from checking back into where they should be, they would actually get docked pay. Mm-hmm. So, like, you owe the crown this much money. So it was very strict. And and some of the early theories that that Jack the Ripper was a very sloppy, like mm-hmm. opportunistic mm-hmm. killer. Not possible. Not possible. Like he, like he was a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. And one thing about H.H. Holmes, he was a, a fucking crazy. I mean, high IQ genius, very cordial dude. But the Rippers, they started the Ripper murders. There's one that was really sloppy. Just slit the girl's throat, and 
he started an incision, but no, no organs removed. And then the next murders, there were two on the same night. And then, um, and there's some, and then the last one, he actually lured her into a, a building where he took his sweet time and basically filleted her. It's, it's fucking gruesome. But there's, there's some interaction with the, with the press. He was mailing letters to the press. And the press got a bunch of letters, but there was, le- there was two letters specifically that were signed Jack the Ripper, which he named himself. Not many people know that. He signed it, Jack the Ripper. What, like the Hey hmm. Boss letter was the first one, I think. Um, and in both letters, he gave information that was not, not given out to the press. So, anyway, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're dragging all over much. I got gotcha. you. Know? Actually, I think, uh, I think it was just the same thing. Like, yeah. Watching, yeah. Uh, Voltron Season 3 came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe KW and I watched it the first two episodes. Uh, I finished it. I'm sure he finished it well. It was only seven episodes, very short, uh, setting up for a... It gives a little bit more backstory to Voltron's history, a little more backstory to the bad guy, the relationship between the old elfish-looking king and the main bad guy, Zoran, 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 I don't fucking know his name. I can't remember names. Anyway, um, it's fine. It was a little short. It it had a it had a cliffhanger cliffhanger type of ending, but at the same time you're like that's it, mm-hmm. not as big. Not, you don't get the big payoff. Right, right, right. But you do learn a little history of Voltron, and I I kind of I'm kind of disappointed. Like I didn't learn, like Voltron is made of this this like interdimensional material, and there was a parallel universe episode where they went to a parallel universe and they dragged the material that Voltron was made out of, and now the bad guys have it. So you think they're gonna have an evil Voltron now? But basically, that's why Voltron is so powerful is because it's like the psychic interdimensional material that has an infinite amount of power. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's weird. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like it. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like you explain it too much, you should have left the mystery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished the show Glow on Netflix, which is fine. It's good. There definitely be season two. I'm a little disappointed that it's based off, it's loosely based off the thing, but none of the characters and none of the actresses are act, like the drama that makes up the show is not true mm-hmm. like i thought it was i thought it was like more based on a loose story of the real story it's kind of the concept and all the characters like don't exist like you know even the names of the characters are different like machu picchu in the drama was mount fuji in real life so they had like the the concept of the character and so i don't know if one of the characters was a soap star like they were in the in the show the show's good though i mean it, it's it's fun to watch Painted a lot. Worked about nine hours on Joe's commission. Nice. Uh, I got like 21 dreadnoughts base-coated and highlighted <laughs> and stuff. It's fuck. I, I, like, you know, it's, it's hard to do a commission, right? And, like, and Joe doesn't mind I talk about this because, all right, so Joe is trying to maximize my time in his pay, which is fine, mm-hmm. right? So he's like, hey, do, do, do all the grays, do all the highlights, do you know, some of the medals, do some of the golds, but don't do anything else. Well, like, I can add on that, like, because I want to get as much done, and then I can always go back and add stuff myself. But after, like, highlighting, like, base coating and highlighting 21 dreadnoughts, I need to do something different. And I need to go in there and add some, like, he wants me to do the lenses. Like, well, while I'm doing lenses, I should do the little ribbons. You know right, right, I mean? right, 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 right. And, like, he wants he wants some, you know, conformity. So it's, it's difficult to balance out, like, that much of a job. And I got burned out. I actually had to stop and paint something else because I'm in the painting mode, but it's like I can't, I can't paint anymore mm-hmm. like this. And actually, my fucking hand has been fucking killing me. And I'm Rock, figuring out it's yeah. from airbrushing, like having you know that pressure, that, that kind of weird angle. Like I, it's hard for me to make a fist because wow. <laughs> I was airbrushing straight for nine hours. Right. Um, 
But it's fine. Oh shit, what did I do? Oh man, hold on. Okay. So that was good. Read a book. <laughs> a book. There's a reason I read the book. Okay. So my daughter's super into reading mm-hmm. right now. She's reading all the nerd. Things. Yeah. <laughs> She's reading all the Avatar books, like the the old Avatar, Last Airbender books. Uh, all the like these are like kid graphic novels, like mm-hmm. the Cleopatra in Space one. She's a fan of. I think Geronimo Mouse. She's reading the Harry Potter books, but she's into graphic novels. But I usually try to focus on getting her those really thin, like they're like half the size of like one of those, like they're short too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the kid. So the Legend of Korra one came out t- today. This is the first one that continue continues. Both of these graphic novels are, are produced by Nickelodeon. They continue the story of where the animated shows left off. There was three three part things for Last Airbender. She's got them all. Mm-hmm. I still haven't read them, which I want to. So we got the Korra one. And I need, like, my wife and I are going to have a sit down of whether or not I give it to her. Really? It's fine. So, at the very end of Legend of Korra, Korra and Asami, like the two female leads, they hold, they grab hands and walk into the spirit realm. You know, and if you don't, it's actually another universe that exists inside that universe. So, it was a nod to say that they are in a, a gay relationship, a homosexual relationship, right? Funny thing is they both actually shared a boyfriend. Like, Asami, the male lead, Mike, Maiko, Maiko, whatever his name is. I don't know Ironically, name. salami is the core to my sandwiches. <laughs> Asami, not salami. <laughs> anyway, like, Asami and, um, what was his name, man? It doesn't matter. Let's just call him Mako. That's not right. That's a shark. No, this is definitely a shark. Yeah. Um, they had a relationship in the first the first episode, and Cora had a crush on him. Mm-hmm. And then they broke up in the, I mean, the first season and the second season. They had a relationship. And then Cora and him bro- broke up. And the third season is her, like, she's gone for three years, like, just roaming the earth. <laughs> and she grows up, and you know, she's had some traumatic events being the Avatar. And then the last episode, her and Asami, she, Asami's the only one she's writing to. They get to be, I think they really miss each other's friends. And then they realize that they like each other and they walk off to the spirit well. And it was done very nice. Mm-hmm. It was done in the way that if you're a younger person and you're not ready to understand relationships like that, you'll miss it. If you're somebody who is growing up and starting to question you'll get more yourself, out of you'll it. get more out of it. Mm-hmm. And it was a good, like, like a lot of things, it was a good move socially. So I picked up this book, and I got Amazon. I had like, you know, them pre-order whenever they come out of their shift. And so I got home last night. I sat down. I got it and wanted to read it because I was, you know, like, let me check this out. And so they're definitely... That is definitely the subplot of the book, is their relationship. So they're on vacation in the spirit realm, and before they leave, they kiss. You know, it's like two girls kissing. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things, mm-hmm. it's a fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then they go and visit Cora's parents. They come out to Cora's parents. They're, they're fine with it, but then there's mm-hmm. an argument because the dad's like, well, you might not want to say anything to many people because they might understand. And then Cora's like, well, fuck them. I don't care what people think about me, and she storms off. That causes a feud. Then you find out another character in the story is also gay, but the water tribe culture is very private. Mm-hmm. So then there's like, well, what is Aang, who is part of the Air Nomads? What did your dad think of it? Because this is Korra's a reincarnation of Aang, so this is Aang's daughter, mm-hmm. right? So what did Aang, Avatar Aang, think? He was like, well, he was an Air Nomad, and Air Nomads were very, you know, progressive. They didn't care who you loved. But then you find out the Fire Nation outlawed it. And then the, the Earth Nation, which is the most militaristic, they're not a fan of it. And even 
the last earthbending avatar who you find out was bisexual, she loved men and women. She couldn't make the political changes that she wanted to. Right. It's so it, a, a lot to ask a young person to digest. It is, and then you find then then they come out to the the small group of friends because she one of them gets injured and kisses the other one. Like, whoa, you guys are together. You're a couple, and they're they're very it's very classy done. Sure, sure, you know sure. I mean? So, but it is something that's like, all right, is this something that I want to explain to my ten year old? Now she's got gay grandparents, right? And when she understands that, you know, you love who pop, you love, pop and grandpa are married, right? You know what I mean? Like, and it, but we, it, it's never. It's weird. They've been around it so often. They've been it, around it, it, they don't. It, they don't even ask. They don't about question it. it. Yeah, it's like oh, this is just what it is. And you know, they some people, some people marry boys. Some people marry girls. Some girls marry girls. Some girls marry boys. Some boys marry girls. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Some boys were girls and marry boys, and then some boys were girls and marry girls, and some so, girls were boys and marry boys. And, <laughs> you know, like, it just it goes on and on. And some it? girls become boys and marry girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so the question is now now. So it's not the fact of the gay relationship. It's the fact that there's a conversation about the social issues and people having a problem with it. Because mm-hmm. that's like what I don't want to have to explain to her. Right. You know? Right. What do you think about that? I get it. It's complicated. Yeah. Like, I, for me, I think almost anything involving sex, I kind of just want to hold off. Yeah. I just yeah. want to hold off. And until the, chemical, until the hormones start kicking, you start to have those urges, you know? It's funny, real quick, as a side note, I was listening to Brilliant Idiots this week, and... Apparently, uh, Charlemagne got in some hot water over some comment that he was, in, or some situation he was involved in regarding the transgender or transsexual one of the one of the two okay. communities. And they were talking about it, and one of their interns or whatever they asked her in as a female to come in and give their perspective. And she's like, "I don't think you like like he didn't condone like somebody said something terrible, and he didn't condone like, it." What did, what did they say? Uh, like if you found out some. I don't want to. I don't want to misquote it, okay. but it, it involved violence on a group of people. Okay, and not, a good, not a good thing. Not a good thing. Gotcha. And Charmaine was like, "That's not cool. That's a hate crime." But, but, but that's it. Yeah. You know. And she was like, "I think you should have been harder on him." What, what should I have said? You know. And yeah. it's like, she said, "I don't. I don't condone it." I, mean, I, I basically, I, I'm saying I don't condone it with the language I'm using. I'm just not using that specific language. I'm saying it's not okay. Yeah. That's what not condoning means. Yeah. Like, you know. And she like goes in, and then Andrew, dude, I love that dude. Yeah. He jumped right in. He was like, let me ask you a question. She's like, go for it. Would you date a man who had had a homosexual relationship prior to dating you? Crickets. No, I couldn't do it. Would you date a man that was a woman? No, I couldn't do it. And he was like, this is my point. Men often get pigeonholed as these monsters for not being into and having a preference yeah. one way or the other. Yeah. But when you reverse it to women, they feel the exact same way and they get no bullshit for it. Yeah. And dude, like it was like an atom bomb had dropped. Yeah. You know, yeah. cuz she had nothing to fucking say. Like yeah. it was over. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, you know what, man? It's it's like when you get into these you get into these this political game that's coming on right now. And like, I, I listened to that, well, that Ben Shapiro thing I listened to with Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan has got a lot of shit. Like Joe Rogan's a, is a pretty lefty dude, mm-hmm. right? He's not a progressive dude. He's reasonable, but he, he's gotten a lot of shit about the transgender thing because he's a fight commentator. And these dudes who are women, right. Are brutalizing, are women. beating the fucking shit right. out of these other women. Right. And like, the the science behind like the bone density and like the other thing like and so 
he he's getting a lot of hate from the church. And like, listen, dude, if you want Bobby, if you call, if you hit me up the other day, next day, and like, dude, listen. You said the other day, like it actually happened. So yeah. I appreciate you correcting that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, listen, man, I want to be Bobby Joe now. Mm-hmm. I want to be a woman. Everything's gonna be cool. I'm like, I'm begging this, man. Dude, listen, I love you. And I'm like, I'm gonna be such a whore. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, listen, listen, I love you. You know, and that's fine. You do what you need to do. I can't say that it's not going to take some time to get used to things. It might be, it might be strange for me. It might be, it's going to be a tra- a transition. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that you know I'm not going to love you any less or right. whatever. You, you know, might like love you, me more. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Happily married. <laughs> but I got a fun home now. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible. <laughs> that might be the worst thing I ever said. But like. But he was talking about how like some of these um these uh people these these men who went who went into um and became women mm. they're actually bone density is even is even stronger because estrogen actually right 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 like, I get it yeah it like makes your bones the effect even, of the hormone treatments it yeah, makes you it makes you a a brutal dude <laughs> so like and and listen man it's it's one of those things that's hard it's always gonna be hard to balance because all right should I think that you should try to honor people's wishes. Sure. But not to the point where you have to alter the way you feel about it. Like, my feelings about things in like and, unless, can't, and, can't stop, can't be altered because they have to protect your feelings. Unless the knowledge of those feelings changes your perspective. You know, unless you're like, fuck. Yeah, like, if you have a paradigm shift, that's fine. Yeah. yeah, maybe I but, had this. But, maybe I had this wrong. But all right, I shouldn't even say "team." I said "freedoms." Like when I, st- when, when, I said, "I said freedoms." Let me explain. Because if I, if you, if you now are Bobby Joe mm-hmm. and you look the same, and I'm like, "Hey, man," and you're like, "I'm not a man. I'm a woman." Now, yeah, like, well, I never and, called and, you a man and, before because you were a man. I yeah, said, yeah. right. But then you can you can actually call a hate crime on me, and yeah. I can get arrested right. for that's, it. That's nonsense. And that shit is happening. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. So the, the, we need to have we need to have a reasonable and balanced approach to this. Because I, um, I call I say that to my wife. I call my wife dude sometimes. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um, but but it's one of those things where dude, you better relax. Usually when I tell her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like you know, it, it's it's a it's a complex it's a complex situation, and we all we we all need to need to figure out how to you know understand the complexity of it. But. Um, it it was it's very it's very interesting, very interesting. Um, I, I think I think guys are, you know, this dude says something funny. He's like, we just need to find, we need to find the person who has who has the most like find the, the gay, uh, dwarf, who's had a sex change, who's bisexual, who's Jewish, um, oh, and, probably should make him Muslim. Uh, and then or, or Buddhist, and then you know, Joe Rogan's like, you, so you're talking about Yoda. Mixed race, you know what I mean? <laughs> like he's like, all right, okay, yeah. The um, two there's two more transgender. Things. But if you get a yeah. chance, you should check out that episode. Okay, because it's, it's it's interesting because he, I mean, Charlie's been going through it like because they've been after his ass, like they want his head. Yeah, I mean, and, and, it's, and it's, it's interesting to hear him talk about it. And he's like, and he's like, I'm not your enemy. Yeah, like, you know, like we're just, he's like, he's like, he's like, man, like. Well, the left is the the progressive left is eating itself right now. Yeah, well, he problem. talks about you know they talk yeah. about that often. But anyway, the, the um, I, I was gonna say fuck. Well, let me let me add a point to that. Uh, I think a lot of it is like this virtue signaling, like people are like, are like, 
oh, look how noble I am because I, you know, I, I, you know, whatever. And he made, somebody made a very good point. It's like, you know how there's some dude that went into a modern art display. Mm -hmm. He took off his sunglasses and he put them on the yeah, ground. Yeah, yeah. And then he sit there like this, like stroking his beard. And before, and this is all a fucking scam. And before you knew it, all these pretentious fucks are all gathering around like, this is so, this is so provocative. But you and, know, I could make an argument that that is art. I hear you, but hear me out. But, but you know what I'm saying? From from like, like that, he is actually an artist in that. You know that that him doing that, that that act, and 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 the effect that that act has is in his in his own way. I hear art. I, I hear you, but I don't think that the I, I think it's art because of the assumption that these stuffy ass fools are going to make idiots out of themselves. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's it's, it's, it's the, the, the art like, isn't the art isn't necessarily interpreted appropriately. Yeah. Well, there there's we can measure, like scientifically, where the perception of what you perceive everybody else is doing, you will behave that way, and you can't stop behaving that mm -hmm. way. Right. So they'll put a hundred people into a classroom and be like, "Hey, this test is important. You know, you're not going to get into the school. Like, you know, it's all experiment unless you do it. And there's only one person in there." And they'll, they'll they'll hear a loud noise and smoke will come out of it. Yeah, and they'll, and they'll all stay. And, and everybody will stay. stay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So so there is this there <clears throat> is this limiting response that we have to mm -hmm. follow everybody else who's doing it, and like that does affect perceptions of things. Mm -hmm. You know, and I mean like I do think I, I, I my next segment is going to be called Never Go Back, okay. and I think it's going to be a good a good conversation because I've watched three films here recently, one which I've never seen before, which is a cult classic, and two that we're fans of. And Jessica was right. No. So it never went back. <laughs> but, like, I, I do think that culture and society does mature a little bit as it has more experiences and more varied experiences. We have to change our perspective about that. And and it's hard for us to go back, and we shouldn't go back and look at things in the past and judge them with our experience, right, our right. morale. I agree with that. You know? So, like, I, I go if, if you go back... For an example, and this is a powerful example, like we, like people go back nowadays and like, oh man, the founding fathers owned slaves. What a bunch of dirtbag fuckers, right? But if you go back at that th their time, they were absolutely progressive. They wanted to end slavery back before and realize like if we do, if we end slavery right now, not saying slavery is a good thing, it's a bad thing, but they wouldn't have been able to got away from Europe. You know what I mean? They wouldn't be able to form their union and they wouldn't be able to for these ideas like change takes time you know what i mean and so there's a, there's a group of people who are like hey listen i mean it's like it's like coal today right i shouldn't that's that's a bad thing but like we understand that there's certain pollutants but there's a lot of people that eat to like they have to you know coal miners and use in, in use cars like it's this we want to get something better but it takes time to get things, these things better trump's gonna bring it back though yeah yeah so there, there are there are new technologies that makes cleaner coal. That is a fact. We don't, no, but he's bringing back the coal. Like the, he's bringing it's going to be back in no time. It, 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 it coal production has started back up. They should bring it back. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if you should bring. Before it Before you know it, West West Virginia will be off all their fucking state assistance. All these coal mines are opening <laughs> back up. Maybe, um, but but if you look at you know like people say, hey, you know. America owns slaves, but also they ended slaves. They also, you know, like the the stuff. Well, no, we, you can't yeah. uh, you can't apply the morality of today to the morality of yesteryear. Yes, it makes it makes yes, sense yes. because you people are conditioned. You change, think, you learn, yeah. and hopefully you grow. And people are conditioned to think that this is. Okay and, and the truth is, is that fucking if Hitler won fucking World War Two, the next generation of fucking Germans that grew up would think that he made the right choice. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And that's not the right thing. And it's absolutely <laughs> not the right thing. But you, you are a product of nature and nurture. So you are a product of how you were raised and you're a product of the environment that you were raised within. Yes. Yes. So how am I going to tie this in the film, mm. the nurse stuff? So I've watched three movies here this last week. Okay. One movie on Netflix, In Lake Flynn. You've probably heard it mentioned before. Yes. Never James seen it. Coburn's in it. Never He's seen a super it. spy. 1967. Gadgets? Any gadgets? Uh, there's a few gadgets, but they're all they're all actually they're all reasonable. I hate all that shit. I hate well, spies and gadgets. They're all reasonable gadgets. Like one gadget, he's got a watch, and he's tech, he's checking some pulse, and he opens, he takes the watch off, and it has like a bunch of little numbers and everything. He's using as a, kind of a slide rule to figure out where this signal is going to. Oh, mm. it's a Soviet, it's a Soviet satellite. This is communicating. The movie's fucking horrible. Like he's talking to dolphins at the very beginning. Okay, yeah, you know. And then he's in a polyamorous relationship. Dude, I'm not with three. okay with talking about dolphins if Joe's not here. As a heads up, he's in a poly- polyamorous relationship with three women. Mm-hmm. And like when like this guy, this government guy, came to hire him for something, he realized that uh, hey, these are three new girls. That's how I roll, bro. It's free love, buddy. Nine nine problems, but three bitches are one. At the very end scene, he's in a Russian satellite space station thing, and he's getting it on with the three Russian uh, cosmonauts. Mm-hmm. No big deal. He's a pimp. You know he's uh. He knows how to cry, chop everybody in the neck, and knows how to do backflips off of stuff, and you know all kind of. He's just, sure. he's just the, the, the most perfect man. He's no, no actual, it. you know. It's so bad. It is like the the pacing is so slow. It is so much dialogue. The movie's like three hours. It should have been like thirty minute, thirty minute episode. And I'm like, oh my god, like I can't believe that people used to think this is good. It makes me feel like every movie this year, Transformers is a better movie than it. Wow. Yeah. Transformers is, is is a more cohesive, oh. yeah, more cohesive storytelling, you know, in in itself, not con- not connected to its counterpart. Sure, you know what I mean. Yikes! It it's just it's that it's that bad, but it's like a cult classic. People fucking love it, and I'm sure there's I'm sure there's parts of it that are good, and mm-hmm. that you know that people it just I, it it was just dumb, you know. And I'm watching this, and my wife fell asleep, and like at, at one point I'm like, I just gotta for I gotta see how this thing this <laughs> story out. ends. And I sound like 40 bits of fucking stupid dialogue and whatever and just foolishness, you know? I mean, there's like a scene where he gets knocked out and he's in this, like, he's in this government plant and they're destroying documents. And so there's like this conveyor belt and an incinerator and he's like on the conveyor belt for like five minutes. Like there's a five minute lead up to the conveyor belt, mm. you know? And I'm just like, oh. or it, it, it felt like five minutes. I don't know if it was actually five minutes. Yeah. I time. Dude, like I, I mean, like, but, but to be fair... And not that I disagree with you. I started watching some movie about Watergate that was on HBO. Yeah. Uh, that was another, you know, it had all these great actors in it, great, you know, the whole thing. And, and like, the, the pacing of it was too slow for me yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just to, just to play devil's advocate, not really, but just to be fair, maybe. Like, I watched some films that, you know, you and I still think are great. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back or, yeah. or, or whatever. With I, I got with, something for that. With younger audiences. Yeah. And I, I can tell that they're not used to their attention being retained for such a long period of yes. time without lights and sounds. Yes. Like, you know, like, if they don't get enough lights and sounds on screen, they pull out a small screen that they keep in their pocket, <laughs> and they look for their lights and sounds. Yeah. Well, it, there was, I remember, I remember in college, I did, we were doing, I don't remember what class it was, we were talking about the measure, the measure of emotional needs in, in entertainment. So like after nine, like a nine minutes after nine minutes, a fast-paced scene 
was too much, and you 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 lose the audience. Yeah, we've talked about uh, we've talked about became, that fan film Iron Man Hulk fight, uh, Hulkbuster Iron yes, Man. That, yes. that it just goes. It, you, you start to appreciate that you, wanting more yeah. is the right thing. And then it was seven minutes years later, and now I think it's three minutes. And like even if you look at stuff like fate, like YouTube and everything, you have those fast cuts. And they don't want intros, and like your intros. I mean, have I look at my seven, retention time. Like most of my videos are around fifteen to twenty minutes. Yeah, my seven retention minutes. time is six, seven minutes. Yeah, that's it. If you can't get it done, and like now they want it. Like that's why Vine was it seven seconds. Yeah, Vine got ridiculously popular. Yeah, you know, I have to tell it's unfortunate in seven seconds. In some time. Yeah, you know, in it some is, way. It is. It's. 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 There's a charm to that. But, I agree. But not with the. Dis it's like music. Like there's there's a charm to the the party nonsensical no heartfelt but but it, only if the rest of it is balanced. Yeah, I think th I think there are films and there are experiences there are books like oh I, I had a great conversation I got a new buddy you know I'm you gonna call him Smart Chris. Okay. Guy is the guy not to, not to be confused with dumbass Chris. I mean, no, no, no. Just fucking with you. He listens to this podcast anyway. So Smart Chris is a, he's a he's a linguist. He's he's working towards his doctrine. Mm -hmm. and he speaks like four languages. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like he he's studying like medieval literature or something. One of those one of those those degrees that I criticize that you'll never get a job anywhere. And like he's like, yep, you're absolutely right. I'm just gonna stay in. I'm gonna stay inside academia forever. Become a you know a teacher's aide and then a professor and then I'll be fine. Uh -huh. But that's that's the life that I choose. But awesome dude. Um, so we'll sit down and have a, a, a political a political conversation and a political conversation. See in the 40K world? Is that how he is. Saying? Okay. He okay. is. So we started having this great conversation. He's like, I didn't realize how racist people were in Maryland, right? That's mm -hmm. what he said to me. Or in Frederick. He's in Frederick. And I was like, really? I was like, oh, let's talk about this. So he basically talked about in the job that he was doing, and, and I, I'm not going to give away what job he does, but in the job that he's doing, it is a known tactic for criminals to case people's houses mm -hmm. and so it's one of those things where well dude you're doing something that a lot of people like you know these people who like sell meat out of the back of the trucks yeah, 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 yeah. it's like well i mean so so we started talking about bias like well maybe your bias in perceiving that these people are being racist when they're not actually being racist he's like that's a valid point and so we started talking about whatever but anyway we started talking about like, we got into talking about literature and his favorite book is the great gatsby mm -hmm. And so I was like, time out. Did you okay. tell me it was a piece of shit movie? I never saw the movie. Oh, God. So, I, dude, I'd rather fucking take all these tiles off of this table and break each one over my head. <laughs> well, for those of you guys who don't know The Great Gatsby, I'm going to tell you the whole story in like two minutes. <laughs> okay. Right? So a guy's living in a cabin. He's a writer. Meets this rich guy on, on this lake. That's a Gatsby. Right? Yeah, this is a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, right? Yes. Okay, good. I don't, I don't, I've never seen the movie. Yeah, but that's the movie. I just want to okay. make sure I got my I'm going to tell you the book. I'm going to tell you what I know of the book. All right. So this writer, he's like a writer. He meets a Gatsby. The Gatsby is looking over the, the other lake, and he's talking about this girl he always misses. He's like, oh, funny. That girl's my cousin. She lives across the lake. They go meet the girl. The girl's married to a douchebag. They decide to go downtown. They, they drive out. The douchebag. What was it, our anniversary? The douchebag gets out of the car. He fucks some whore at a gas station. They go down. They party. Then they come back. They decide to switch cars. And as they're driving back, the the whore sees the car, thinking that's Gatsby. It's it's Gatsby's wife. Runs over her, or no, it's no the other guy's Gatsby's car is Gatsby's. It's the other guy's wife runs <laughs> over her. Then the the whore gas station attendant kills Gatsby. End of story. You know. I don't feel like that's the movie I saw. Well, that's it, I mean, he he dies. Am I the talking end. about He's, the right movie? Yeah, probably. Leonardo was in the Great Gatsby. I don't know if they changed anything, but basically, 
you know, he's staring over the, he's staring over the lake at a green light flickering where what's her face lives with her husband, who's also rich and Gatsby's a Nuva rich and the other guy's the old school rich and it's a great Florence and the Machine record on that great Gatsby soundtrack also. Oh. Anyway, I just think that it's I think that it's it sucks. You know, and, and you know, Chris and I were talking about it. And like I, I described it more in depth than that. There's more that's sure, going sure, on. Sure. You're like, Oh, yeah, that's exactly the book and that's and you're talking about the yeah, the green light bit's my favorite. He's staring at the mystery and this light, this thing that he can never have and he can't quite see it and he can't re- reach it. I'm like, dude, I just think that people like to read into shit. You know what I mean? And maybe I'm a little like, dude, there's there's meaning, there's deeper deeper meaning and stuff. I get that. You know, there but I just think that like and maybe it's one of those things where you just can't go back. Like that like that like you're not actually reading the book for what it is. You're reading the book and it's and it's for what it's become. And it has the trappings of what everybody before you has put on it. Mm-hmm. I mean it's like Star Wars today. Like I, I do think that in <clears throat> ten years and there's no more new Star Wars movies. In ten years, and nobody, everybody stops watching Star Wars. They don't know what Star Wars is, and we show somebody Star Wars for the first time. Like this is garbage. What is this? Yeah, you know? I don't, I don't know. I guess it depends. Like, like you know, that, 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 like episode four is like just like, it's just it's worked for thousands of years. Yeah, there, you know what there I mean? are there are stories, there are archetypes that are just they're in our DNA. Right. You know, I mean, Jung, Jung was right. That's all psycho. That's all psychology. You know. And then for whatever reason, they just fucking work. So I, I do agree with that. But let me get back to my point. Okay. So I watched Spawn. Oh, you did. Oh, Dude, yeah. that's the one we should have watched together and done a commentary Well, you on. know what, man? I, I, I agree with you. Like, my wife and kids have been gone for the last week. I've yeah. been terribly bored. Right. And I've been unmotivated. Like, I'm, I'm unmotivated to watch anything. Uh-huh. You know? So, like, I get home and I'm flicked. I think I watch whatever I want to watch. And, like, I couldn't watch anything. And I just stopped the cursor on Spawn. And Netflix has this new like I I was scrolling like oh fuck and I threw the controller when Netflix on on my box would have has this new thing where if you just stay there it just starts playing it by yes, itself yes I've noticed that so I was like well I guess here I'm, we go I guess I'm watching Spawn <laughs> and of course I had the other screen as I was I was you know zooming while and I watched it I'm just like watching it and I'm like oh god and there's one thing I noticed about 90 movies they had these green screened foregrounds with like this mystical green screen special effects background. And you see it, and it starts. That's how fucking Spawn starts off, where you see the city, and there's like the flashing, like the devil storm in the background, the silhouette of the city. And then I watch Mortal Kombat next, and you see the 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 the, the Tibetan peak with the storm, the green yeah. screen storm in the background. Like, oh my god, it's like the same fucking movie, it's the same formula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's like the same, a little bit of the, of of what happened in the past and whatever. So the dialogue is just so horrible, like, like. Jason Wynn and Spawn is such a ridiculous bad guy. Jessica Priest is just such a, just it's ridiculous. I forgot that she was in the movie. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And like she really didn't do anything in the movie. Just badass chicks. Just badass chicks. The the special effects on the cape look yeah they're horrible. So ridiculous. They look bad then. Like we I remember talking about it then. I was like the, the cape looks weird. It looks it look weird, but like it looks. Worse now, I it guess. looks worse now. Like, but it, it never, it never looked right. I mean, that's why they didn't. I mean, it was expensive, also. But, yeah. Well, I, like, here's my defense of the cape then, and I'm not saying it's valid. Mm-hmm. But in the in the cape then, it's like Spawn's cape was this exaggerated, ridiculous, not really working in reality. It would take up two pages. Right. And Spawn would be like an inch in the back corner of the yeah, cape. Yeah, for, for the, the sake of drama. Pages. Yeah. And they were able to capture exactly how it felt in the book. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, like, they did, they did that, and I was like, I was like, fine, it's fine. 
But like the fact that he used guns as much as he did was ridiculous. I mean, he used guns a lot. I, I know. Okay. I hear you. All right. But like the, the you're whole, just saying a poor choice. The whole the whole concept like. There was no <clears throat> magic. He didn't have like any like laser beams. I remember that spawn book where he like, opened up that crate of like futuristic guns, yeah, and that's yeah, how he yeah, got yeah, his yeah. armory. Um, at the very end, he uses like some kind of heat vision in the back of Jason Wynn's back, and that's this ridiculous looking hot monitor came out. Like all the technology, it's funny because there's touchscreen computers, uh -huh. but you can tell they're not really touchscreen. They're like, playing something, and the actors have got to time it. So like before their fingers get there, like it's the like, button yeah, hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, I, and I remember uh, they used the classic Hollywood devil voice. Like, yeah, yeah, Mal Boja. Who disrupts this meeting of the demons? That's like, perfect. Yeah, I hate that voice, dude. It's over. Saddam Numsi, and that's it. Yeah. Um, like all the like the the hundreds of spawns in hell were like on the same little jiggly loop. Mm -hmm. It's just like we have gotten so trained to know what to look for now. Is like it, it's so easy to pick up like the bullshit. Like before, you were so bamboozled by it. Like you did, your brain doesn't know how to process it. Mm -hmm. And now that we've adapted to it, our brain is how to process it. We easily pick it out. The same thing with watching like, Superman Returns. Like I used to think that that totally CGI Superman was like the pinnacle of our technology. That's photorealistic. And now I look at it and say, nope, no, you're not. That, um, way off. That uh, 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 just real quick, I remember Cameron had a line where he said, "Fuck around with brother Noomsay, gonna <laughs> see Doomsday." <laughs> um, uh, Castigliago or whatever his name is. Oh yeah, who is that? Was like the god type he character, like the, but he wasn't. He no, was, he wasn't. But he had like the big god look, yeah. with the big gray beard. He was Merlin from Excalibur. Ah, Merlin. <laughs> you know, he has that really weird voice where he goes really high pitchy, and all he had is this crazy sword, and he still had like chainmail armor on. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely ridiculous. Doesn't make any sense. I mean, John Leguizamo was probably the best of that movie, but yeah. he was even fucking wacky tobacco. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and like the fact that like. In the show, like Spawn, like I go back and look, like his his candle wax face changes to the whole movie. It doesn't ever like yeah. looks the same. Yeah. I mean, it's worse. Which I'm okay with, actually. No, but sometimes it looks bad, and then it looks okay. Oh, that's looks different. Worse. But like, if the yeah. scars weren't the same, like if it was like this constant, like you know, fucking almost like a healing process and degenerative process, like that, I would be okay with. And there's like Michael Jai White, who I don't mind, you know, but he's he's in horrible movies. I love the Joker killed him. Yeah, that's that's awesome. But like he gets shot, he falls back, and he's like, he like heals. He's like, that's tight, or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, I hate that shit. Whenever like, they like, bad, bad. I whenever, can't remember what it was. But I was like, oh, it was like a face palm. Whenever moment. they hip hop it up, yeah, always like, almost to me, that's more like distasteful. Yeah, yeah, than, yeah. than you know some of the other things um, that people often say and is like, distasteful. And like nobody has a problem with the ridiculousness of that world. Like the clown, like the clown is is a clown at Cyan's birthday party. Right. He looks more like a normal clown, but he still looks like a fucking. He's got the crazy teeth. Right, 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 right. Monster. Right, right, Like, who would let your like like one look at the clown? Like, no, bro, beat the fucking street. Look at the clown. You know, I mean, get out of here. You're not getting around kids. I have been tipping what my down payment was. I guess we're in. Nah, dude. There's no way. There's no way. Laura, sixty bucks is sixty bucks. And then when Spawn shows up at the party, he's all weird. You know, like, and well, uh, Terry, he knew my name. I'm like, dude, bro. It's so bad. And then, like, even when the clown is perpetrating, like, Wanda, you know, and the way she's talking. Like, I love when he's, like, rubbing his hips, though. Like, in my, in my mind. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Malboge looks completely ridiculous. Oh, it's absurd. All completely, the hell shit is absurd. Completely ridiculous. Like, why are there all these floating rocks in this fire pit? Is this what it is? 
You know, they had a, so a lot to do. Everybody was just standing around on this. Like, like, like no wonder <laughs> Hell Soji was like standing around this floating rock, just, you know, doing this techno dance in your spawn suit. Because everybody in Hell is a Hell spawn. You know what I mean? That's just what you get. And you just so what you gonna do here is like, we well, get these suits. They're kind of painful when you get them at first, but they used to stand around and disco dance until the general shows up. <laughs> you know, disco dance. His, your DNA spelled D O A. You know, just it was it was bad. Like the whole. The whole heat I'm gonna sixteen. I'm going to cut you up bit. into fifty pieces and mail yeah, you to every state. state. It was ridiculous. I like that. I always like that. Line. I'm not the vindicator. I'm, I'm not, not the vi- vi- vicinator. I'm not the, the vibrator. Yeah, I'm know. the vibrator. And that looked bad. Yeah, he looks terrible. Um, the, 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 the 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 suit the, the, the animatronics look, look better than yes. the CGI. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's only there's not that much CGI. There's only a couple scenes when he's walking. Yeah, there's and then like he's, he's like a smoke monster at one point. Like he like. Darts in front of him. That that whole scene was ridiculous. Tommy finally got way too much FaceTime. I wonder if the and cartoon like little, still holds up. Probably. And then like the the little kid like has no problem. Hey hey, Mister, you want a sandwich? You want a soda? <laughs> you know what I mean? And his dad's beating him for spitting out the moldy sandwich. And he's like, Hey punk! He's like, it's my dad, Mister. You know, it's just it's just too it's it's so bad. And like I like um, who's name Martin Sheen? I mm-hmm. like Martin Sheen. Worse. His worst, is Martin Sheen? Yeah. His worst role ever. Yeah. He did so bad. He's not. He's not. He's not my favorite anyway. But yeah, I hear you. I mean, he's not my favorite, but like, like he was an actor. You know what I mean? Yeah, but he. I, I do feel like he was an actor in a more exaggerated era. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. So maybe that. Maybe that's that problem. Didn't help. Era. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's just. I mean, it's just bad. Like Terry, the whole. Nothing makes sense. And there, there was, there was a huge, glaring. A plot hole that I caught, and I can't remember what it was, but like all of a sudden, it, it had something to do with with A six, which is the name of the agency, and and what Wynn was doing, and then like later, I was like, that doesn't make any sense. I was irritated the chapel wasn't in it. I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was like the first thing that tied the Image Universe together. That chapel, you know, it was a big together. deal. But then you find out later. No, was, that it wasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but but still, and it, but just for it's you know isolated in time. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So that was horrible. So then, might as well watch Mortal Kombat because that was like yeah. the next up on there. Like it, like after that one popped up, you might not also like Mortal Kombat. It's like okay, let's just ride this thing out. And I haven't finished it. I fell asleep like when she they were dragging to Outworld. Goro is so bad, bro. <laughs> so bad. All he does is <laughs> like his mouth doesn't move correctly, and all he does is raise his fists and yell, like all four arms and yell. Dude, I um. At one point, like I don't know if it's just like the way I was getting tired. I I feel like I could see through the the pelvis area, like where whoever was in the suit, because there was definitely a suit. Uh huh. Was like looking through his chest. Uh, like they, like they, like they either had like a face mask that they try to cover up with cartoons and they drew in there, uh, and the shades weren't quite right, so you could like actually see. I have to take a look. It's it's bad. It's really bad. No, but I, I mean, like I think that I think that Spawn and Mortal Kombat are both movies that once I got on DVD, I was like, Oof, yeah, this yeah. isn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, I mean, it was great when you were sixteen. And it's still like it's cult classic to me. Like I could I could watch Mortal Kombat. I, I watched I've watched Mortal Kombat within the last five years. Dude, and... Liu Kang's hair is too much for me. Dude, it's like he a lion's like a puffy mane. Lion. I don't like it. I love it. But not like a not like a scary lion. No, like a puffy stuffed lion that you give to your kid. You know, he's the only one that knows any martial arts. Like watching Sonya move, she is. Yeah, she's yeah, never yeah. done anything. Even that Johnny Cage guy, you can tell now watching it in high def that 
they pull these wide shots for the guy actually doing the high kicks, which is not him, and they come back these close shots of him, you know, and it's always inside crescent kick. Inside crescent. That, that old inside crescent kick, it'll get you every time. It's the number one, number one uh, tool in my toolbox. <laughs> and, like, uh, Scorpion and Sub-Zero, which I think were the only, like, the only characters actually looked good in other costumes. Yeah. They look good, and like their fighting styles, like look good. Like, yeah, they when were, he first came, when Sub Zero first came down into that room. Yeah, it looked and, tough. Yeah, that looked tough. But then, like when he froze that one dude and like did a slide, and the guy just no, broke fatality. Fought, no, it was a flawless victory. <laughs> like Shang Tsung was over the top. Everything is over the top. Well, bro. dude, I'll tell you, if you think that was over the top, definitely hold off on Numero Dos. Oh no, I'm done. I couldn't go back. Numero Dos. They killed Johnny. Numero Dos is absurd. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It's my an- animality. So fucking <laughs> bad. <laughs> so bad. Like, it, it may, like I, th- there's a point in time, you know, I really wish, I, mean, I guess I shouldn't take that away from myself, but like, dude, I wish I could put my brain and transport it back to like my 12-year-old the, self. The fan-made one? There's been several. The one that like came out on Blu-ray, like they ended up like... Do you have it? Yeah. No, I have It's pretty solid. Really? I mean, it's it's not great. Yeah. But it's like the vibe is right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd be down for them to make a new one. Mm-hmm. Just, you know. It's just it's hard. It's a hard story to believe in. I think like it's it's hard to get that suspension it's of disbelief. Because what was it? What was it made for originally? It was a movie. It's like a Van Damme movie. The uh, Mortal Kombat, the video game. Oh yes, yes, yeah. Uh, was it a movie? Yeah, maybe it was a movie. Like Johnny Cage is Van Damme. Yeah. And, and then like they said no, so they 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 changed the character a little bit, and that's why like the ninja, I think, was just a foot soldier, and that's why I made him a blue yellow, just a different. You know? But like I, I think I think there's a lot of world building that they've done. Throughout oh, absolutely. The, you know, so like I, if 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 they if they could find a way to freak it, you know, like I, I believe, I still believe in that franchise. It's just, it's, it's a hard buy-in. That's yeah. the problem with it. Cause it all comes down to entering this tournament to save the earth. Yeah. You know, and that's a hard buy-in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, cause there was a TV show that went, went for a couple of seasons. I never watched it. And, uh, yeah, I watched a couple of episodes. I couldn't get into yeah. it. It was cause know. it was mainly centered around Kung Lao. I think probably that sounds about right. There's a badass hat. Um, yeah, it's a badass hat for show. So yeah, never go back. I, I just think I, I think that there's a point. There are classics, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like I, I do think that, like movies like Back to the Future, they have enough practical effects. The con- the concept, it's it's, it's a movie that I think transcends time because it, it focuses on the difference of generations. You know, that it's always going to work. The same thing with like period pieces like Indiana Jones. That's always going to work. Some like the Western stuff because it's a period piece. It's always going to work. But when like, there's a movie. Movies can never, I think, be set place in "quote unquote" now, because as soon as that "quote unquote" now thing, and it's <clears> not <throat> now anymore, mm-hmm. they they lose it. I I I wonder if like for a movie to really go on forever, it needs to be a period. It needs to be set period piece. You know, this needs to be like no, this is an eighty. This is a nineteen eighties movie. Speaking yeah. of um, Netflix and that thing that starts as you were looking at the information the other night, the other day, I, I came home, I was tired. And my wife was like, just go lay down. And I was like, okay, um, that sounds good. Good, I'll get a nap in. And I laid down, and I put on Netflix to have something to listen to while I doze off. And I wanted to see what the write-up was for Rogue One. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted to see how much of the saga movies it relied on for its write-up. So I hit the the 
I went to the cursor to bring it up. Yeah. And as soon as I brought it up, it started playing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'll watch it. So I turned off the info and just started watching the movie. And I, I, you know, I laid on my side and I'm trying to doze off. Ten minutes later, I'm fucking sitting straight up in bed with a fucking bowl of popcorn, and I watched the whole fucking thing all the way through. Dude, I fucking love that shit. I still haven't seen it a second time. Um, I saw Netflix well, now, which I'm kind of shocked about. Yeah, well, and we'll see how long that yeah. One one thing I wanted to talk about before we move on to news is uh, Sunday I did hang out briefly with Dante. He was there, and Sarah was there, but I didn't get to hang out with him much. And JR and Jennifer, uh, when we went down there to record... The new song. Yeah. So I have a rough mix of it. If you want to nice. pause to take a listen, get your initial reaction All live right, on the rage. Well, somebody was an angry hamster. <laughs> 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 All right. So I will say this. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, it is always it is always very difficult to speak about somebody's art. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, you because know, what you what people always want to hear is. Oh, that's great. It's beautiful. You know, it's great. It's, you know, like even with my own, like when I show something to somebody and they're like, oh, you know, you should, maybe you should have gone with the purple there. I want to be like, sometimes I'm like, what the fuck do you know about purple? Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I like to hear? I like to hear, I like to hear criticism. I yes. really do, especially when it comes to, to this specifically, this type of thing. Yeah. I'm in the creative process. As long as the skeleton is light. Like if somebody's yeah. if somebody's like, look, I don't like it at all. Then okay, then I don't necessarily want to hear your criticism gotcha, be, be, gotcha, because gotcha. It, it has no it, I, nothing yeah. nothing can fix that. Yeah. All right. So my only critique on this, it's good. Mm. It's like technically good. It's got it's very catchy. Mm. But it does feel like Bobby ten years ago mm-hmm. and not Bobby today. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that people who don't know you, I do think that like all right. So my theory of a person. Mm. And this is just my theory is that like we have our collection of experiences. The older that we get, the more experiences that we have, we change because there's more of us. And I've used this analogy before. If, if you're 100 points and your 50 points are asshole and 50 points are nice guy, well, then you're half an asshole, right? Mm-hmm. But if you get another 100 points, well, then you're only 25% asshole. Right, right, right. You know right, what right. I mean? That goes down. But every once in a while, that 25% can take center stage. Like, sure. Hey, fucking Some, world. And sometimes that 25% is needed. I'm here. Sometimes right? you need that, that, that 25%. A- absolutely. So, like, you could be... You can be an aggressive guy, mm-hmm. right? But recently, in the last few years, you have, you know, calmer, calmer. I'm like the bull sitting in the flower patch. Yes. What is that? What is that movie? <laughs> it's a, it, was a, it was an old children's book. It was like that oh, bull. Well, there's a, they're making a movie of it. Oh, really? Yeah. Good. Um, and, like, so, it, it like, you've you've calmed down. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll, I'll, I'll expect something from you. I'm mm-hmm. the expectation. And then, like, you'll say something. And I'm like, oh, well, look who's all grown up and mature. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's sometimes I think like it, it's it's strange because for years and years I always felt like I gotta I gotta keep Bobby, you know, close at hand to have to grab him in case he's going forward too fast. Yeah, and yeah, nowadays yeah. I'll get upset about something, get activated, and you'll be the the calmer one calming me down. Now I don't think that I'm as prone to throw fisticuffs as you were, right? But like you'll stop me from escalating, getting more pissed about something, and changing my paradigm very quickly. And I'm like, all right, man, look at that, look at that maturity. Mm. That 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 investment is paying off in dividends. So I feel like this is very it's very aggressive. It's very old school. Mm. It's not a bad thing, Mm-mm. but I do question it is if that's something that you want to show the world in in the realm that we are in now. Realm, like realm, because this is more fun stuff mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that we're dealing with. Even you know we sit around talking about nonsense. Yeah, no, no, no. And you're t- you're talking about seriousness. 
And then so the other bit of that is is because it's such a serious topic that I, I wonder if the people who are signing up for it and they want their nonsense, if they get too serious, they're not going to get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I, think that, I think that that's valid. I think that a lot of people won't get it, and that's fine. Because that's something you but, do for yourself anyway. This, this, yeah, this, exactly. This is what I've learned, right? Yeah. From doing three of these now is that when there is a specific kind of angle that I'm taking to to do something for people to enjoy, mm-hmm. I don't enjoy it as yes. much. This is something that's cathartic. Yes. So even though I'm proud of all three for what they are, burn feels better to me than the other two mm-hmm. because burn came from my heart mm-hmm. and hungry and solid unit came from my mind yes you know and like i think burn was the best production value as well maybe but this one comes from my heart again mm-hmm. and it feels better to me like yeah. like you know it's got a long way to go like i'm just getting started yeah yeah, yeah. but the tone and the vibe and the the mood of it is something that i I appreciate more because it is something that is much more I, I don't like to use the word authentic because hungry and solid unit are authentic also they're just they're they're calculated authentic as opposed to like you know it's like I, hungry and solid unit I walked into a room and I was like I'm gonna paint a tree and I painted the tree uh-huh. and burn and this one smoke and mirrors are more like I feel this way. I'm going to walk in here with these tools. Try to express how it is. And try to express how it is. Yeah. And what, I mean, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to look when it's done. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, it, but then after I do it, I'm like, that looks how I feel. Good. You might have wanted to, you know, you might have thought you're going to paint a tree and you paint a forest fire. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, it, but my only other, my only other question, like the fourth, of course you know how I am. Yeah. But that's more of an outro. That's more of a, I, like, yeah, I hear yeah. you. I hear you. But like that, that kind of brings it up. Mm. But like I do feel like the only other criticism I have, I feel like the pacing. I think I got like a. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And I think maybe maybe a boom 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 boom. <laughs> well, you know, I like to leave on a high note. On a high note. Yeah. You know, that's that's structurally something I've been doing for some time. Yeah. You know, so like, and even you can see it in all the other three. To be fair, like it. It always works up to that end, mm-hmm. and and then leaves you. So it, it's definitely. I feel like oh, it's it's like a it's like a this, mm-hmm. right? What about if it was like, uh, what if it was like this? Yeah. See, I I hear you there. For me, I I guess my Great podcasting right now. My my, my <laughs> he drew like a check. For me, my approach is 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 my my approach in terms of objective is always this. Right. Okay. But I think what I did here was more so this. Yes. Yes, I concur. Um, which there's 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 validity to that as a criticism, but I don't know if there's anything structurally that can be changed in regard to that at this point. Yeah. I just want to say that. Like it is weird because anytime you 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 put something out there that's open up to interpretation, you're always going to have you're always going to be able to you you don't know how people are going to interpret it, interpret it, and you don't know how people are going to spin it. Yeah, and the visual side of it is almost, because of the platform that I'm mainly on, yeah. is always almost more important than the side we just experienced. Yeah. So how I 
present it mm-hmm. is going to be just as much or more so, you know, impactful in terms of how it's perceived. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like if it, if it looks dangerous, then it's going to feel more dangerous. But if there is like a a fun factor to the presentation, mm-hmm. burn is a good example. Yeah. You know, burn in terms of the audio experience is very dark, yeah. you know, and the video matches that until the end and then it gets fun. Yeah. You know, where you, but uh, so, uh, but I, like I, I called, reached out to you to give me some help in terms of finding an angle for this one. Cause yeah. I'm not sure where to go. Yeah, we didn't have another brainstorm session about that. Yeah. I got some ideas. Good. All right. Uh, and real quick before we move on, uh, Chris Pinkerton and I went down to DC this past weekend to take a look at the layout of the land for TFCon. Yeah. Is that is that too extra? You give you have a, you have a face. Oh, I'll tell you why. Oh, because 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 yeah. Laura thought it was a little extra. It is a little extra. I, mine's for another reason. Oh. Like, every time I call you up and you're with Chris, and I, I hear him in the background, like, "What are you doing?" You're like, "Yeah, nothing." Like you're with another girlfriend. <laughs> 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 and I'm like, "Hey, well, I told you I was going to DC, didn't I?" Uh, yeah, you, yeah, no, but you didn't, like, I heard him, like, talking in the background, but uh-huh. you never say anything about it, like, all right, I know what you're doing, motherfucker. <laughs> well, it's, 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 it's not a conscious thing. It's not like I'm like, don't tell him I'm with Chris. It's not. Like <laughs> oh, so it's an unconscious thing is what you're saying. Yeah, subconscious. <laughs> uh, so, and two points goes to Griffin Whore. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. And I don't mean that. Lingerie is, is, doesn't mean you're a whore. Uh, it's just it was too... Yeah, you go for that whorish thing. It was too rhymy to not, to, yeah, not, yeah, yeah. to not address. So anyway, there is a, a Harry Potter fantasy and comic book line of lingerie yeah, uh, being developed. I want to bring it up because you, you shot it to me, but I was at work. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's like a Wonder Woman, a Poison Ivy. two points. That's funny. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is a subtlety sometimes. Yeah. I don't know, man. I might, I might have to rock, get one of these for the, the wife. She might like that poison ivy get up. Your cup of tea. The Gryffindor one's too on the nose. For me. It is. There are uh, so there's a Little Mermaid. Yes, yeah, so there's some Disney ones coming too. Uh, Belle. Mm-hmm. Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Yes. And then the the Gryffindor. The link is in the description. Uh, I haven't quite found one that I would feel like I would need to go out on a limb for yet. Dude, that little that little tie on the Gryffindor in it. <laughs> I don't like that it looks like shorts over top of underwear on the Gryffindor unit. I think that's oh the, the laciness. Yes, I think that to me the it looks like some, cute, bro. To me it looks like man, like like pull your pants down, your underwear's showing. Like the the headdress and the Wonder Woman one is like lacy forehead. <laughs> that's too much. It's so funny, man. Dude, men are so stupid. They are. Uh, and the poison ivy one has like armbands. I think it's the cute though. I think the poison ivy one is my favorite of it's the. It's the collar. Yeah, I'm a yeah. big collar guy. Yeah, man, like a choker. <laughs> Grief. God, I'm never such pigs. Actually, my my pigs. wife. Uh, fun story. My wife used to work for Christian Dior, mm-hmm. and she used to sell uh, and kind of work in their fragrances and makeup. And this is back in high school and college, college, I guess. And she worked for this line that Christian Dior was developing called Fakuk. It was F-C-U-K. And one of her, like, uniform pieces was this fucking choker that said Fakuk across the throat. And I would be lying to you if I said I didn't ask her to throw that puppy on a few times. (laughs) (laughs) 
and follow instructions. There it is. Um, so, to continue on in that vein, the next note is called Making a Squirter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is the Net Netflix satire uh, true crime documentary series about the guy who vandalizes things by drawing penises, penises. on them, which is so fucking and that's, funny. And it's actually Dude, a show. It shows like yeah, it's eight it's episodes. Not, yeah. The trailer is so perfect. It is. It's so perfect. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. I'm more, I, I I I'm more excited about this than I am for Defenders. Oh, really? That's a fact. What about Making Murder 2? Not as excited as Making Murder 2. But Defenders, I'm I'm past it with I wanted the dick story. Do you think this is it? This is all that Marvel's going to take? We're going to get there. Okay. We're going to get there. Are they going to take that stuff out? We're, we're going to get there. All right. I haven't read that article. So yeah, there's a, lot, there's, a, there's a bunch of information in there. Um, this so, next one. So you just, just you know, it's a high school student. Thanks for drawing dicks, and then one day every car in the parking lot there's a dick drawn on it. So of course they point to Dick Drawn Doug, whatever yeah, his name and is, he go, and he like gets expelled. Wasn't him this time? Was, maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Know. We'll see how the story unfolds. What's um, the actual title of the show? But the, uh, American Vandal, oh, I yeah, think yeah, is what yeah, it's called. Yeah. And they have like, um, there's like this one kid that's like sticking up for him. It's like if you look at the ball hair, it's different. <laughs> I like, dude, it's so good. Um. <laughs> There's a link to it in the description. There's also this one next down isn't really a note. Uh, it's just we knew Joe couldn't be here today, yeah. So we wanted to do him a solid. And there's a Facebook event out there. The notes in there. Feel free to join the event. It's celebrating diversity in anime, <laughs> <laughs> and it's uh, gonna go on at Otacon this it's year. It's how the majority of of characters in anime aren't actually Asian. Um, I, I I'm gonna read the description. <laughs> no, I'm just talking shit right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, I know. Um, skin deep. Diversity in Japanese pop culture. Uh, it's going to go on Saturday at 3.15 p.m. at Otacon, uh, three days from now. So you guys have to hustle to make arrangements. The good news is only one person is going so far. <laughs> oh, shit. Who's that? Uh, I can look. Oh, I know who it is. Is it B.A.? No, it's somebody who's into LARPing, though. Oh, they have. we have three mutual friends with this person. Yeah, that's weird. Who are the mutual friends? I don't know. Oh, I know who it is. Viking Paul. One. Mutual. Viking Paul. And then look at that. And then uh and then B A. Black okay. Adam. Okay. And then Oh that's crazy. Black Adam's buddy, Justin, who's a good dude. That's crazy. Oh, he's heavy into anime. Heavy. Yeah, Black Adam is connected to Paul the Viking. It's dude six degrees. I know, it's crazy, bro. Um okay. So then the next one is Mark. Oh, God. It gets better. We're starting off slow. It gets better. Mark Netchips. So Mark Millar has sold the cinematic rights, for lack of a better term, or licensed the cinematic rights yeah. to the Millarverse or the Millar universe, whatever it's called. Yeah, Supreme, Wanted. To Netflix. Yeah. So what's... I don't think they've mentioned any projects that they're working on specifically yet, but what's exciting about that is this dude has a wide variety of great material. Absolutely. Um, like, you know, we could get a kick-ass. We could get a... Uh, what, what were the, Supreme. What were, Supreme. What was the other one that you mentioned? Um, Wanted. Wanted. Uh, the, the book that I was telling you about that I, that I... That's not Millar. That's uh, Ennis. Dennis. Oh, Dennis. Dennis. Or Garth. Garth Ennis. Oh, okay. Um... The, the other book I was telling you about was like the Emperor's... The oh, Empress. The Empress. Yeah, the Empress is a Malarverse book that I said was really good. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm excited about that. 
I'm, I'm excited about the, the possibilities there. He has some really dark, twisted shit that can be explored in a, in a, in a I think, in a TV manner. Yeah, like they're really like on Netflix, you have nudity. And yeah, and it's like ongoing, like, soap opera-type stories that he usually tells. Did he write Supreme Power? I want to say he wrote Supreme Power, right? Maybe. he's. I mean, so, so when he writes for the big two, it's up there. Uh, that's your book, actually. Continue. When, when he writes for the big two... Sometimes I feel like him and Brian Michael Bennis, like they both kind of get this pass. Like, they're like, did you read such and such? Like, yeah, I don't. Like, dude, Millar wrote it, man. Bendis wrote it. Like, yeah, no. Bendis, I, I, Bendis, I, I agree with you. Millar, what, what did Millar do that was bad for one of the big two? I don't know. It's just in my head, I feel hey, like. Supreme I, Power's fucking good, bro. It's up there right behind you. It's top shelf, Marvel books, right next to the big Avengers book. Um, that Avengers book is from Brave, as a matter of fact. Sign the inside of it for really? me. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um, I asked him to. I was like, I was like, I was like, I want you to, just, I want you to, uh, like you know how you, you give someone a book and you write them a little thing on the inside. No, it's not. It's not. It's not a Millar book. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I wanted him to do it's, one. Yeah, nobody, nobody special. Dude, his mom listens to this show, so probably. Um, my Johnny wrote that book, you son of a bitch. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, the next one. Josh plugs in. Mm. Uh, we see Josh Brolin cable pictures. I think two have been released. Yeah, there's three now. There's one where he's with the Deadpool. Yep. And then there's one where it's like a close-up of his face. And then there's the shoosh picture. You're correct. Yep, yeah, three. Yeah. Yep. So I could tell you, man, sun's out, gun's out on that one, right? Yeah. Dude, he's like probably 15 the, pounds of muscle. In the, <laughs> so first of all, it was 10 pounds of muscle. And when <laughs> I saw, what said? No, that's was, what you said when, when we had the initial oh, discussion. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and I, God, I don't want to go down this road. <laughs> but as soon as you posted that picture, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> so I still feel like this is one of those instances where we had a conversation that got off the rails. <laughs> and, and I feel like what I was trying to say wasn't understood. And we agree. And for some reason, we continue. Right, stop. What do you think? It, what do you think he looks like, Cable? How, how do you feel about I think his he, Cable? I, I think he looks fine. Okay. He, I think, I, and I think that he has most importantly, which was my point back then. I think he has the acting chops to do it. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's big enough. Okay. Um, in the terms of how I see Cable, but just my original Cable needs to look at the mountain. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if the acting chops are good enough, mm-hmm. he could be a foot smaller and thirty pounds lighter. Okay. You know what I mean? And your initial, when we, we argued about it, because I went back and I listened to that one again. Right, twice. And you were like, you were like, but it'll make him look closer. And yeah. I was like, and I even say during that argument, I agree. Okay. But he's never going to be big enough to be Cable by the time that we do Cable. Because you're talking about someone that has to do like a life commitment to that sort of a thing. To how you view Cable. Yeah, to get to like that Arnold Schwarzenegger, like in the 80s size. Okay. You know, um, but I think he looks fine. You know, and I, and I think most importantly, like I said, then to me, the the look isn't as important as the chops because that's the mistake, the fatal mistake almost I made, so to speak, with prejudging Heath Ledger. Has Josh Brolin now been more combo characters than anybody else? Well, it's the twist, right? Because Cable was actually Thanos from the future. <laughs> Shut up. So he's been he's been Thanos. He's been Cable. Cable. He's been Jonah Hex, and he's been, um, what's his face from Men in Black? I've never ever seen it. 
Oh, you saw Men in Blackberry? You seen it? Never seen it. Well, he was Tommy Lee Jones' character Q or R or L or whatever. Never seen any of them. Never seen one. Really charming films. I've heard. Charming films. I've heard. I've heard they're only about half charming though. <laughs> I mean, one is one is like more is like half old and salty and disgruntled and half charming. Uh, Men in Black might be are, are very good representations of a comic book transfer, you know, that's converted into a film successfully. I I I think we had like early on, like in the first ten episodes, we had like a discussion you and I about like films you feel guilty for not having seen mm-hmm. being a part of the world that we're a part of yeah, yeah, yeah. and that was in my my list okay. of, of films i feel guilty for never having so seen. we'll see uh, what... i just saw abyss like three years ago really yeah that's yeah, a good movie yeah um but yeah i think he looks good yeah and i think that he looks fine i think that the face is fucking money like with the hair and like the 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 weathered nature of the face and um etc uh, Cetera, yeah. Do you break? Uh, no, I don't need a break. I just need a, uh, I just need a, to to nip this in the bud. What's up with quick. the teddy bear on his hip? Joe probably Joe needs to be here for that conversation. I just you know I don't know enough about cable. Um, to really uh, have that much of a. Well, you see, like I feel like he's one of those caber, capers, capers, capers. He's like one capers. of those like not a fan of capers. <laughs> He's one of those characters, which is a combination of cable and character, you see. Yeah. Where the more he was around, the more his story started developing and changing. Mm -hmm. So I don't really know. I don't really have a good grasp on him either. When I was reading Marvel Comics heavy, he was kind of just the big lumbering oaf that had a connection to, not oaf, but a big lumbering powerhouse that had a connection to the Summers family. Is he Omega level? I don't think so, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what his powers are. Some of the energy and he's got some kind of technology and time travel or something else, something else dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I feel like and I feel like I feel like there are this there are this pocket of X-Men that I don't really understand their powers. Yeah. And, and I I get a lot of them confused in terms of the Summers family that had to deal with the future like uh Rachel, Hope, Cable. They're all Summers. Yeah, yeah but I get them all fucked up. I get them Nathan, all like they're right. Nathan. Nathan is Cable. No, but there's another Nathan too. That's X Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I it, I think right. I don't know. I, I feel like the X Men books are some of the most convoluted. Dude, they're 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 fucking Transformers of the Marvel universe. <laughs> universe yeah. You know, I, Michael it, Bay should do a, an X Force X Men. He'd be book. perfect. He'd be perfect. He'd love. He'd love it. Um, the next one is as the dominoes fall. Yeah. So I'm just gonna say a lot of controversy around this one. Yeah. A lot so of controversy. What's what's the controversy? Um, shoot. Okay, so. First of all, they say she looks like Barf from Spaceballs. Oh, wow. That's fucked up. It is fucked up, but not entirely inaccurate. Yeah, like, the um, eye, like it, her eye makeup? It's the eye makeup. But, so I had a uh, shout-out to uh, Evan, Evan T. Yeah, yeah. He stopped by the house recently, and we had a good conversation about a, a number of topics. Uh, he's an African-American gentleman, for those yeah. listening. And we talked about... The, Just for the record, it was the Asian guy that called a reverse domino. Go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we talked about the uh, the controversy surrounding it, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, do you, he was like, how do you feel about it? And I was like, look, I was like, I don't mind. I don't care about the race change really mm-hmm. because I'm not really sure I know what race she is. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what I don't like is – She's part of the mutant race, Bob. Yeah, yeah, good point. What I don't, what I don't like about it, I think, are two things, and I think that one bothers me more than the other. In my head, she has 
it's either makeup or her skin tone is piece Altered. of paper white. Yes. And then she has that black circle around her eye. Yeah. And, she, and then she has that hair. And that to me is like, like th- that to me. How does her hair look? It's yeah. almost like a bob, but it like comes straight down. Yeah, very straight, like Asian type hair. Yeah. And it's like uh, that to me. Sometimes it curls out. Sometimes it like bobs out. But um, that that to me is that's her ears and bat symbol on her chest. Yeah, she's actually very Asian looking. If you look at some of the, there's a lot of stuff. But she, yeah, she's, and. And it's the reason why she got the name Domino is because it looks like a traditional domino. Mm-hmm. Um, so what they've done now, he made a point. He was like, he was like, I've always seen her skin tone as an element of her mutation. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, as soon as he said that, and I don't know that much about Domino, I'll be the first to admit it. I was like, I like that better than how I saw it, which I thought it was like a disguise. Like, I know, I thought, I thought her skin tone was always like, and she was. I, I never, I never, I never really no pigment in her skin. Yeah, I never contemplated that, but I like that. Yeah, I, I dig that a lot. So I like the, I like the approach of like this is a a brown skinned woman with this Michael Jackson circle on her eye, mm-hmm. um, because that that is like a genetic mutation. Okay, you know, so it makes sense, but I think that the afro is wrong. <laughs> That's a good point. That's that's the part that makes me not believe it's Domino. Like that's definitely, she's definitely Asian there. But this looks like his makeup that she's wearing is melting off. Or is that blood out of her nose? Or unless her the bleaching is just like the white is like a giant birthmark. See, actually, they could have gone that her had been a an African American woman with a giant birthmark that covers all of her skin except her eye. Right. Yeah. 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 Like a uh, almost like albino. Yeah. Yeah, like that. I think that that would like it's because it, this is a situation where the race doesn't bother me, and I think it doesn't bother me because I don't know what race she is. I don't think. I don't think it's again. It's not pertinent to her character. But I think it's the hair throws me off. I yeah. don't like it, and the reverse color is something I have to get used to. Yeah. Um. So I want that. I want that dot around her eye to be dark black. Right. Like like jet black. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like. That, that I don't know why that to me is more important. Yeah. Is that Joe's girlfriend? <laughs> Racist. No, I'm serious. Didn't she have a domino costume? That's Krista, right? I don't think so. Maybe she maybe. I think it is. Hold on. No, click on the click Facebook. on the link. Just click on the link of the picture that was there. Oh. It might take you right to it. There you go. Shit, I lost it. Uh this is great podcasting. It's fine. But yeah, I I I think, but I think, but I tell you what, I do like. Hmm. I like the suit. Yeah. And I like the idea that the mutation does still have an effect on the eye. I mean, she looks. It's gonna be fine. Like at the end of the day, it's not a make or break thing for the film. I don't think it. I don't think it fucking matters. Insufficient permission. I couldn't go there and see it. That's crazy. So. But I do feel like I don't like I do sometimes. Sometimes with these characters, I'm like, man, this is probably the only domino I'm ever gonna see. You know, so like I do start to feel like, man, like I, maybe I, I, I wish it was how I envision it. Yeah. You know, that won't stop me from seeing the film. I don't think I don't. I'm not writing her off or anything like that. Yeah, it'll probably be fine. I mean, I think Ryan Reynolds is has a love and understanding of the character. I agree. That he's going to make sure, and he's heavily involved. He's going to make sure that everything. Done right. Yeah. Um. So is Domino a love interest of, of Deadpool? It is her. 
Nice. Yeah. <laughs> it was her. Wait, is that her? Yeah. That's not the same picture. No, it's a different picture, but it's the costume's the same. I don't I don't know. Good domino. It is a I good like domino it. though. I like, either, either I like Krista Domino better. I think I do too. Yeah. I I've in like she uh like her even the way she's emoting. Yeah. It's perfect. Feels right. Yeah. Um all right, are we ready? We're ready. No more four. Yeah, dude. So this confirms a lot of suspicions that people had about the reason for Marvel canceling the Fantastic Four book is because of the issues with Fox, and now we have evidence to say that it does. So that's really the the bottom line of it all. Um, <laughs> calm, calm down, bro. Um, uh, let's see here. I want to read some of these. This is like fucking. This is uh, okay. So this is from Bleeding Cool. But it's featuring an article originally from Newsarama. And I'm going to try to pull it up. But basically, they interviewed tons of artists. They interviewed tons of, of creative uh, contributors to Marvel and to the Fantastic Four specifically. And all of them basically pointed in the same direction, saying, no, anything you may have heard is... PR bullshit. Yeah. This is, uh, et cetera. So here's a quote from uh, an executive, Tom Brevort, mm -hmm. who said, me denying rumors isn't likely to keep anybody who's prone to paranoia from panicking, but really, does this even seem remotely plausible to people? Does it make any sense? Folks have a very strange idea of the way the business is going. Oh, wait. What's, what's oh, it's not a, that's definitely, definitely her. Sorry. Click on that. Click on the. Uh... I can't. It said I don't have permission to go there. But it doesn't matter. Um, Isaac Perlmutter. Yeah, let's see. I know how we can solve this. Once and for all. <laughs> I think it's pretty common knowledge at this point that Marvel isn't publishing Fantastic Four because of their disagreement with Fox. This is George. Hickman, I believe. Uh, let's continue on. We are publishing Fantastic Four next... All right, so this is what Tom Brevert said years ago. Okay. We are publishing Fantastic Four next month. We will be publishing Fantastic Four a year from now. Assuming that it's still selling, we will be publishing Fantastic Four. Then Hickman said, we knew a year or so out that Fantastic Four as a property wasn't going to be published in Marvel past 2015. So, so that's what he said I... then when everybody was covering it up. Yeah. And this is what he's saying now. Fucking crazy. And uh, and they said that it was bad, like that, that there was even like people walking around the offices, uh, like the people that were very upset, ripping Fantastic Four shit off the walls, throwing it in the trash. Like, I wonder how Stan Lee feels about it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, deliberate avoidance or blind ignorance. Da, 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 da. In a in a series of articles starting in 2014, Bleeding Cool stated that Marvel were going to be canceling the Fantastic Four comic books as a result of the falling out with Fox Studios over the perpetual while they keep making films licensed to the Fantastic Four and X-Men rights foxholes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, this also included the forbidding of sketch card artists to use the Fantastic Four characters or Mondo for, their, or for the posters, removing them from games or stripping them from the Marvel ID posters or statue lines or T-shirts. Wow. And aside from what may have been a trademark enforcing move with Hasbro, that was Joe, Joe confirmed it. Okay, I wish I, I wish I, 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 that is one thing I wish didn't happen. 
Well, I'm sorry because like now I, I started feeling guilty. Like maybe I'm making a generalization. Joe's got me all fucked up in the game, Bill. <laughs> a specific instruction given by the Marvel chairman Isaac Perlmutter that the comic be canceled, and all Fantastic Four licensing was canceled immediately. Posters were even ripped down from the Marvel office walls featuring the Fantastic Four so that he didn't have to see them, that he walked through the offices, Marvel staffers, some of whom Marvel staffers, some of whom have never even spoken to Bleeding Cool before or since, got in touch to share their outrage and hope that exposure would force change. But despite the story getting wide play across the media, from THR to comic book to Cinebland, to Screen Crush to Slash Film to Nerdist to Collider to Forbes, though not wide enough for George to notice there was no change. And so the comic book was canceled before the Secret Wars event, and in Secret Wars, Jonathan Hickman took Mr. Fantastic, Sue Storm, and Franklin off the board while the Thing joined Guardians of the Galaxy. The Human Torch joined Inhumans, and Parker Industries took over the Baxter building. And that was that. Executives like Tom Brevert, however, denied that they would be canceled due to anything like this, and that's where that denying rumor shit came from. Mm -hmm. And certainly, uh, I was aware there was a stain of thought at Marvel from some people that the Fantastic Four comics were only published out of some kind of nostalgia and that the brand could do with the rest. But they were a minority view of the publisher and it took the the edict from Ike Perlmutter to kill the first family of the Fanta of Marvel. At Comics Pro this year, Tom still doubling down on his sales explanation for the And that Perlmutter. Yeah, he's out now, right? No, he's still he's I thought he was I just I thought I read an article that he's no, out. No, he's out. the he's in charge of the T V stuff. Are you sure about that? Yeah, and that's why um, that's actually why people are saying that this Inhuman show looks like shit because he's pinching every fucking quarter. I thought, but I thought something came. Out. He might have been in charge of that. He was in. He was involved in the movies. He's not involved in the movies anymore. Yeah, but I thought he was. He was getting out. Out. Like he was done now. Like that. Like they like since then. Oh, I don't know. But he was involved in Inhumans, or the guy I'm thinking of. The, the guy that was the penny pincher. The guy that like wouldn't give water to people and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's him. He's the guy, he is involved in Inhumans. What's his first name? Ike? Ike. Pause it then if we're going to look at it. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to Google that shit. I got to know about the old Ike Perlmutter. But so, it's still a rumor. Yeah, so yes, as of July 19th, there's been rumors that he's no longer the, uh, the CEO of Marvel at all. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, he's also a friend of Trump's. Who just there. threatened North Korea? Well, North Korea threatened us first. Well, they've been threatening everybody yeah, that's for true. That's true. decades. <laughs> Respect me! <laughs> um, Disney net quits. Yeah, dude. You've been on a roll today. <laughs> you are so proud of yourself, man. <laughs> um, but... All they're saying officially now, because some more information has come out about this. Okay. Everything's uncertain. They are starting their own subscription streaming I, service. I think it's a bad idea. I uh, think I, I doubt that it's a bad idea. Well, here, here's my thing, right? How many do we fucking need? Yeah, but Disney's one of those things, man. Like, like every parent. With, I'm, I'm fine with that, as long as Disney owns everything, and I can sign it. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not spending any more money. Oh, I'm with you. To, 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 for another, I got Hulu. I'm with, this this, shit, this shit's gonna force people back into cable. Exactly. That's what it is. That's I agree. Exactly what it is. I agree. Because I got at the, the HBO one. I had a fucking Cinemax one to watch. Penny you Dreadful. have an HBO one. No, well, somebody else Dude, has. nobody does. Yeah. Dude, nobody fucking <laughs> does. <laughs> because I've never met anyone that actually does. Everyone I talk to you has it from somebody else. You know, I, I've never met. It's, I think it's all one person. It is all six degrees of separation, and everybody has their account. <laughs> anyway, um, you know, and I'm, just, I'm, not, I'm not paying. It's like now I, I sort of add up. I'm going to be back to a fucking $100 a month for cable. You know? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not doing I'm not I'm doing with it. you. I hear you. I'll fucking I will fucking Amazon 
jailbroke stick everything and drop Netflix and drop Hulu just to fucking spite them. But they're saying they were asked specifically about the Marvel and Star Wars stuff. The Disney shit, I think they're taking. Like the Disney proper. Like, like Beauty and the Beast gotcha, and all that shit, yeah, yeah. gone. Okay. But they asked them specifically about Star Wars and Marvel and they said that's uncertain. Okay. You know, which I think is good. I think to be fair to Disney, which I I know exactly what Disney is. I don't have a shade of ignorance. You better, you better or watch what veil you or or veil of ignorance. Better watch what comes out of your mouth right now. I think they've been pretty fair to Marvel and Star Wars to have their own thing. I agree. I agree. You know, now, they've kind of trusted Lucasfilm and they've trusted the Marvel team to yeah. to like to make their own decisions. And I don't think they've had to step in and rein anything in yet. I would agree. You know. So I mean they've been killing it. So Yeah, so so for me it's innocent until proven guilty with that shit. Okay. Fair enough. Um You fucking love Disney. <laughs> you fucking love them. Disney cocks. Dude, what what if they do a Star Wars Marvel crossover? I think it's ever possible. Have you ever talked about that? No, I, I don't like it. I don't, I don't there, there's certain shit there's certain shit I don't like crossing over. I don't like Marvel and Star Wars crossing over. I don't like what if it's a different universe? A universe preach? I don't like it. I don't, I, 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 I've already told you I don't like multiple universes in Star Wars. Like, I don't, I don't dig it. I like Star Wars to be Star Wars. Um, I don't like. What was the other one I didn't like? Uh, the Avengers and Transformers had a, had a crossover. Did they? <laughs> that was it based in the same world or different universes? Same, same world. Oh, I don't like that. What about DC Marvel crossover? That I'm more okay with, but I don't need it. Yeah, really don't. It's kind of weird because there's already multiple. There's been a few that have been done well. There's been a few multiverse stuff anyway. Actually, the um, so, interestingly enough, some of the Top Cow crossovers I think have worked better. Like I agree. The, the Top Cow Batman. Batman there's yeah. a there's a Top Cow with Wildcats. with Hulk that worked really well. Oh, okay. Um, it was really well done. But like um, the Wildcat spawn was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. Old Jay Lee with long fingers, Jay Lee. Um, not for nothing. Uh, I know you've never read it, but I highly suggest Alan Moore's run on Wildcats. Mm -hmm. Fucking game changer, dude. Like, great fucking book. A anyway. Uh, Let's talk about it. What, that? what was that? that? That guy with the mental, like, he gets people in loops. Let's discuss it. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of the new members of... Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I've read a bit of that. I can't remember much of it. Yeah, that. it's good. Uh, 4chan raises its ugly head. Uh, from these rumors come uh, a ton of shit that uh, Avengers, that Iron Man is going to die in, in the Infinity uh, War. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they killed him in Infinity War, but then brought him back with the Soul Stone. I'll tell you, like, you know, like they, they, that's. But they're saying they're gearing. The, according to this, for, in this four chan, we know how this four chan shit goes. Yeah, let me yeah, take it with uh, not a grain of salt, less than a, an eighth of a grain of salt. Yeah. But uh, one thing they did say that I, I do, because like they're talking about like phase six and phase, and I'm like, like I, I don't, I don't doubt that they have a storyline developed, but I, I, I sincerely doubt that they're ironing out the type of details that he's talking about in phase six. But so what? What? What were the details? Uh, I don't. I, I hold on real quick. I want to get this. One thing I did buy is that they're by phase five. They're lining up the Avengers to be Black Panther, Miss Marvel, Ant Man, Wasp, mm -hmm. uh, and I. I don't know. It was all like this new. So no Thor. No yeah. Cap, all, all the no all the Iron original Man, ones are gone. No Hulk. Gone. No Hawkeye, no gone. Okay, and that makes sense because actors' contracts doing different things. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, 
they talked about uh, the Doctor Strange. His future is dependent upon his popularity in Infinity War. Really? Mm -hmm. That depending on whether or not he's a, a breakout character in Infinity War depends on his sequel. Huh. Fortune though. That seems legit though. Yeah, that's the shit about Fortune. It's always. Yeah, I mean, Doctor Strange is it's just an odd. I mean, like I've owned the movie. I liked it in the theater. I've, it's on Netflix. Never watched it again. Yeah, I watch. But you know what? I think that's a decent conversation to have one day. Is like with the amount of shit that's coming out, are we able to enjoy these movies like we used to? Probably not. You know, like it's like too much. when you were getting one to two a year, you had time to watch them a handful of times. Yeah. Before you, but like now, it's like by the that's time the shit comes out on DVD, next week is the opening of fucking Thor. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, but but why? When I have free time, I have nothing to do. Do not feel like watching them. Because I, I watch so many, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that you're just inundated. You're, there's not enough of the uh, absence makes the heart grow fonder. Maybe that's there's, that's got that's some value to that. Um, there was a a lot of stuff about Miss Marvel, um, and I don't know. It, it was all, but but the only thing that I will say about this that that does seem fishy is they're talking about the death of Robert Downey Jr. But the rumor yeah. is is at D23, uh -huh. Josh Brolin said something. That are that are that everybody was like, whoa, whoa, cut, cut his mic. Oh, what did he say? That Captain America dies. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. What did he say? Did he I don't know anything? the quote. Oh. But that's that's that's. You know why? Because Josh Bowen's like, well, I'm cable now too, so you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Fox probably paid him an extra five million dollars. Let that slip. He's like, he's like, oh, am I gonna get? Am I? So Thanos, who probably won't live after these two movies that I'm already signed on for, yeah. I might have already burned my bridge. Oh, Good no. thing this cable thing's working out. I'll go cry on my pillow made of money. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Well, and the thing about it, too, is that I think, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, they're going to be able to bring, it, bring back anybody because of the level of what this is about. This is about a glove that controls every aspect of the universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. But, I mean, I think, I mean, I, if like. If the glove it, fits. If you think about it, like, Captain America, like, renewing his contract for one more film. Yeah. Like, makes sense they're going to kill him. Is the one more film Infinity War? Yeah. Oh. Okay. But I thought he wanted to do more. Didn't no. he come out recently and say, no, I think he changed his mind and said. No, he, did, wait, he just did. He just renewed his contract, and it's for one more. No, time. no, but I'm saying there's a part in time that he said, I want to be done, and then he came back. And yeah, said, that was a while make, ago, though. I want to make, I'll make as many monies, as many monies. Because he's, he's, he's supposedly in some hot water with them, too, in terms of his tweets, like his anti-Trump tweets. Oh, like stuff, so. oh, oh, yeah. So, but so is Robert Downey Jr., and so is Hulk. He's a big, he's he's actually worse than any of them. Hulk, yeah. 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 Um, Political-wise. So, let's see here. Uh, the next one is, he's a small-town boy with even smaller tights. This is the truth behind not seeing uh, what's-his-face as Superman in Smallville. Yeah. And I dug it. Uh, did you read line. the article? I did. I actually read this one. I Is this one I shared just today? Yes. Okay. I, I appreciated it. Like, I was like, dude, I get it. I know there was a lot of disappointment. Yeah, I, here's my thing, though, man. The original story back when he didn't do it. So Smallville, you invested 10 years. All There was shots of Superman in it, but they're all wa super wide angle. They're all CGI Superman. You don't get to see anything. Like, you mostly see his cape and blur. And at the very end, you see him open his shirt, and you see the S there, and then that's it. 
and like everybody, everybody it's like the shot heard around the world. Everybody felt down. Nobody was happy about it. Right. One of the key things that came out after the fact is that he did not want to get into Superman costume shape. Like Tom Wong's always been, a, you know, he's in good shape. He's always had like the farm boy type build. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna put on tight spandex, you need to get down to like four percent body fat to look decent, you know. And that's just the the expectation of the public. And I heard back in the day because I was really into the rumor sites and everything with that. I, that was one of those shows. I loved it, and every every week I couldn't wait to get into like, like four chan was a big thing. I've been all over it then, you know, because I wanted to know all the little the little you know, teasers and stuff like that. I think that's a legit reason. I think that he used what he's saying here, which was no, this is about it's about it's it's about Clark's story ending and when he becomes Superman and the struggles of being a, a teenager. Right, and that's he even said that quote unquote. It's like, well, dude, the show took took place for ten years. You were fucking like almost thirty by the mm-hmm. time it was done. All right, Clark was nobody's a fucking teenager for ten years. That's a fact, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't want to hear that shit. By the end of the time you graduated college and you have a career and you're getting married, <laughs> you know, you're no longer a teenager at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, so nice fucking try. Like I'd have bought it if they quit. I'd have bought that if they quit the show with him like going off to college or doing whatever, or if he didn't go to college and they did like the traveling show. But they chose like all these fucking superhero TV shows. They can't wait to get to the story that we're all familiar with, and that's like that's not what we want here, man. Yeah, we want we want some tip of the hats, but like tell us a story that we don't know yet. I want to see Bruce. I don't want to see Bruce Wayne in Gotham City from the time from eight years old to thirty. I don't want to see that shit. Pick his ass up. Put him on a fucking train someplace, and let me see some misadventures around the world. That's a story that we've never been told, and there's so much to tell. You can't tell me that that journey of him for the next fucking 12 years or, or 25 years or whatever it is isn't an interesting story. There's tons. There could be a season that he's just living with these fucking monks, you know, or he's going to. Yeah, like, well, I mean, I guess, I guess to, to to say like with with that though, I would like reading what he said. It made sense to me. It does. It 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 is. It's very. It's a very political spun statement. And like, like if he was legit. like, if Smallville was a show about you know Superman Year One, so to speak. Yeah. I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. But it's not. It's, no. It's not about Superman at all. Like it's about Clark. And. Yeah, but dude, even the name of the show is Smallville. Right. They Clark's only, hometown. They only stayed in Smallville for forty percent of the show. Oh, I don't. Even, I only watched the first that, five that's seasons. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe fifty percent. I mean, by the time he's in college, he's going to. I mean, like, yeah, don't get me wrong. There's an episode every. There's one every episode of him being in a fucking hospital in Smallville General Hospital. Mm-hmm. It's always that. But the majority of the show is taking place in 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 in, in fucking Metropolis, you know. So anyway, I'm sorry. Continue. No, but like anyway, I just I like. I'm not sure if I, I'm like I'm I'm not sure if even even if that even if what he says here as a reason isn't the authentic reason for its time. Yeah. In hindsight, me looking back on it, it might be the right reason to make that decision. Yeah, but you told you told me the last scene you can't see him in the Superman costume running up and flying like one woman, like the last scene of the one woman movie. Like, why couldn't we have had that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if uh, I I think I I have to admit just objectively yeah. and having no attachment to it and yeah, yeah, yeah. and not liking the show. It seems legit that I I can appreciate the charm of it. Okay, that's fair. Um, what else? I'm still waiting for my good Batman show. I think they could reboot. I, I think that I, I, I have 
because it's gonna be on Sci-Fi Channel, and there's a couple Sci-Fi Channel shows that I like. I'm gonna wait for like the Krypton show to have a season or two under mm-hmm. its belt before I watch it. I'm actually thinking this will probably be a show that I'll enjoy. Now I am a little worried now because we're talking about time travel people like Doc, like Adam Strange, and some other people who are gonna time travel back to the past and mm-hmm. like bring rumors of the House of Elves. Right. You know, no lanterns, no, no Kryptonians. Kryptonians, no Oh, dude, I saw the toy for Steppenwolf. Looks goofy as fuck. Yeah, but all the toys, are, all the toys are goofy. Nah, they all look money except for Steppenwolf. No, no, no. I'm talking about like. I'm saying like, like this line of figures. Yeah, because like, like, remember, remember the left I know, armor. But the this is armor? this is the build a figure for this. Oh, bring it up. Um, it, it's he has this beard. It's like a weird dude. DC, what's up with DC and beards, bro? Dude, and I, don't, I don't like guys with mustaches and beards. <laughs> um, hold on one second. I, I will, but let me let me get through this. Uh, one lives with crabs. One lives with friends who have crab faces. Uh, this is Transformers moving their release date of the Bumblebee movie to compete against Aquaman. Okay. Uh, and everybody's saying it's it's less to do with Aquaman and more to do with the fact that Bumblebee was facing some other movie that at his time that they were like, oh no, it's going to get demolished. It's got more of a fighting chance with Aquaman. Oh, really? Than, yeah. I'll see if I can bring up the other movie. Uh, All right, so this one right here? E- that's not it. That's not it. But that's how he looks, with, with, except with the helmet. He looks. He does look alien, though. Like his, his skull. See, if you look at this one right here, so we're looking at a shot of the deleted scene of Steppenwolf. He does look like a monster, but you can't really make it out, mm. like what he looks like. He looks very metallic. That he still looks. He doesn't look very. I don't, does he? Does he have a skull in his belt? Belt for real. I don't, if you look up DC, look up. Look up. Look, go back up to the top. All right, let me see what else we have here. There's, there's some stuff. Dude, the Superman figure looks like a piece of shit. Really? Like it's, it, it look actually. That's not fair. But that that Batman looks fucking tight. It man. looks like a good Superman figure. It yeah. just doesn't look like Henry Cavill at all. Oh. <laughs> Um, continue. I don't know what I feel about this though. We should talk about some toilets. Like this looks stupid. Like the two bat planes. Yeah, I've always seen these. I I gotta be looking out for this shit. Like one one looks. Oh, it was gonna go against Deadpool too. What was? Uh, Transformers. Oh. So they moved. Make it happen. Yeah, they moved Bumblebee to not compete with Deadpool. And now it's now it's compete with Aquaman. Aquaman. I think that Aquaman might have it, bro. It, I, 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 yeah, I think especially playing off of the... Um, that look, here's an, we're looking at con- conceptual art of Steppenwolf right now. Yeah, th- yeah. this doesn't look as bad, but the the toy, this is like facial hair. Yeah. Um, it, it's like he's got some kind of tentacles. And what does Steppenwolf look like in the comics? I mean, he has, and he has like the... I mean, he has, the yeah, comics. he has a goatee in the comics. But it's not like that, though. It's like, it's like, a, uh, <laughs> it's like he's like to be a biker. Oh God! Oh, here it is. is there it is. There it is. Okay. So I don't know if that is facial. Hair. <laughs> yeah, it may not. When I see it up close, it may yeah. not be. I don't think it looks half. It doesn't look half bad. It's very alien. I I don't. It does have a skull belt though. I don't like how, I like I don't like how like monochromatic it is. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um. It's it's not hateful though. It's not, but it's not interesting. 
It's not interesting. He, he does look like the stereotypical bad guy. Yeah. Like, there's not that big of a difference between him and Ares. That, yeah. Well, yeah, Ares is, like, black. Is this a better, a better look? So it's just like it's just like a shadow, you know what I mean? It looks like something I don't know. It's something familiar. I can't. Oh, it looks like the bad guys from um, Riddick movie. I haven't seen it forever. All right, what is that movie called? Riddick. No, is this Riddick? That was the sequel, right? Uh, darkness, something in the darkness. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> fucking. It's not a bad movie. Chronicles of Riddick. Chronicles of Riddick. Um, let me see. I pull him up. Like it's Keith Urban's in that movie. So the country singer, not Keith Urban. <laughs> yeah, Keith Urban. Right? Is it the country singer? Carl Urban. Oh, okay. God damn it. He's like, howdy, spaceman. <laughs> 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 yeah, like these things. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I like the faces in that armor. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know who they should get to do character designs is whoever does the fucking... Like shit. It looks like it looks like the Riddick bad guys. Yeah. They should get the the guy who does character designs uh, for all those fucking uh, dude who did the cell and fucking uh, Immortals. Yeah. Like, that yeah. dude knows how to make shit look cool. Yeah. And, you know, once I see it in the movie, movie Yeah, it could out, be fine. Like, here, check this chick out. It reminds me. I'm, of I'm big on the shaved head bit. Oh yeah, man. Um, it's so hot right now. Fucking hot. Okay. Uh, my alias nickname is coming to the silver screen. Really? Elongated man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. We just talked about that before the last podcast. Like, do you think they'll do elongated man or, or plastic man or whatever? Oh, maybe. No, he's coming to the Flash, uh, season oh. four. So. There's that. The kid looks fucking goofy though. That's playing him. Like, it's a good choice. It's a good choice. Just aesthetically. Uh, Q and A's. Mm-hmm. We were sent two, I believe, from Mr. Brink from Rome. Also a common uh, co-host on Plastic Fanatics, and he sent us two questions, which I'm pulling up now and filling it with uh, talking, so that people listening won't be bored as I find it. We're talking and talking. And we're talking. Okay. Oh, here's an, this is another question for the show. So here he is. Hey guys, uh, da, da, da. hey guys, question for the show. If Fantastic Four makes an Infinity War appearance, which actors would you choose to play them? Keep in mind, Chris Pratt already has a role in the movie. <laughs> um, Dude, I don't know. I'm terrible at this shit because I don't know any actors' names. I mean, uh, would you keep the actors from the last reboot? No. Uh, no. I'm okay with Reed. And I'm okay with uh, Ben. I don't like Human Torch, even though I like him as an actor. I just don't feel like he feels like Johnny Storm to me. And I don't like, I especially the one that I like the least is Sue. Sue. I don't feel like she's Sue at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jessica Alba. <laughs> Dude, wasn't you actually wearing blue contacts and that oh, shit? Oh yeah. What a joke. <laughs> like, t- t- it's funny because when I saw the girls playing Supergirl, I thought Sue when I saw her. Like, oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, that's, that's actually pretty good. It, like, you know what? what Chris Evans comes back. Just get Chris Evans to come back. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, too, he's too buff well, now. Well, the thing is, like, Johnny Storm and, like, and uh, Steve Rogers look the same in yeah. the comics. Yeah, but he's too beefcake now. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, for... yeah, he is definitely dead. He's a much more trim, slim beefcake before. Like, that. He's yes, like, he's yes, he's now. like slender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, 
He's like he had like a swimmer body before, and now yes. he's like a fucking yes. bodybuilder. Yes, totally agree. Um, but yeah, I'm 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 just not good at that shit. What do you, what do you think of Cap with a beard? I like it. I like the it too. No, whole nomad the nomad book. thing. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Um, do, do you have anyone else that you want to play? That I'm not good. I just don't. I don't know any actors and do actresses' you be, names. Michael Chiklis back as as Ben. As a, I, I don't thing. mind the guy who plays Ben. Like I like his voice. I don't like. I don't, like I just watched. I told you I just watched that recently. Oh no. Um, first two acts are fine. Dude, the first two acts are fine. Yeah. It's really the third act that it throws it all away. Like, I like that, that Reed left him and yeah. Ben is dealing with that shit while being locked up in that fucking... Like, I dug all that. Yeah. I wonder if, I wonder if there's a, a, a better edit of that film out there. Dude, know? and where the fuck is Trank at? Like, we, he still hasn't resurfaced, I feel like. He's done, bro. Dude, he's just laying in a ball of fucking opiates. I mean, probably hopefully took your money and invested so you don't have to work anymore. I sound like he's a party animal, though. Who Who is that guy from Bill? Is it, is it Bill Biff DeVoe? Who's like a real estate agent? Now? Yeah, DeVoe. Is it? Yeah, I, I'll never forget. I was driving to New York, and they had like a big billboard out, like in yeah. Times. Well, it wasn't in Times Square, but it was like time for your new edition. It was yeah. It was, like, it, 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 no, it was. Uh, we'd like to welcome our new addition to the Remax team. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> it's like yeah, because what do you do after that? If it isn't love, why do I feel this way? Fucking great song. Why? Why? Like like. Once you're a celebrity and you get out of it, you know it's like nothing seems. Well, I think it's. Great. I think it's. I think it's like it's. That's feeling like the president. Or it's something. amplified like in some ways, right? Like I was just talking to my buddy Dutch about this. It there was like, like music. There was like a. Yes, yeah. and it's worse with rap. I feel like. Oh. Okay. You know, like like I, we were just talking. There's like some like semi-pro wrestler. Uh, John three sixteen, whoever that guy, uh, he, whoever that guy, Cold Stone, Steve Austin. Yeah. He kind of stole. Cold Stone. Is that Stone Cold? Stone. <laughs> I'm talking about the fat one that likes ice cream. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I met him before. Okay, so he kind of, you know, according to these wrestling fans, he kind of took his whole shtick mm -hmm. from this other guy, right? Okay. And the other guy was like semi-pro and then had his fall from grace once this guy kind of got rid of his routine and sort of just, yeah, yeah. you know. Took his character. And then this guy went back and like just went back to being a mechanic. Yeah. And like he said, like, you know, it was like walking in, it's like it felt right. Like it didn't feel like a fall from grace. It was just like, yeah, yeah man, you belong in here getting your hands dirty, fucking doing work. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and I was like, but why? Like we would never be okay if we walked in and like Buster Rhymes was taking our order at McDonald's. Yeah. Like, dude, what's the dealio with this fucking job position? <laughs> I'm like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> you know? Um, like, hey, man, it's uh, $4.76. I got you in check. <laughs> Uh, or if you went into a bank and your your accountant was Method Man, yeah, you know, Talk, like he's like the, he's like the bank manager. He's gonna approve your loan. Can you imagine? It just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Um, so uh, here's the second one from Brink. Another question for the show is: Hollywood migrates to full-on digital acting. How would that rock the film industry? Unions, SAG. Oh, let me make sure I emphasize that SAG. Uh, awards, Oscars, etc. Makeup artists, race washing, butt hurt, etc. <laughs> um, I think that it's it's going to happen eventually. Yes, you it, do. It, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think we're ever gonna move into a total digital acting. You know, somebody said whenever you're at a typewriter. Yeah, I hear you. I you I, just, I mean, they, they made a movie about it with with Pacino, Sim One. Do you remember that? Yep. It was I mean, good. it was it was a good movie, but it's like that's eventually gonna happen, man. You just need, I mean, in you're gonna have all kind of new specialties. Most films, you don't even realize how much digital stuff is in them now. 
Dude, I hate to interrupt you. I think you're going to love this. Uh-oh. This is a 112-scale Mezco, so soft goods. Okay. Uh, But Bob Kane Batman figure. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty fucking all. I mean, it's goofy, but it's like just the right amount of goofy that makes it believable. Oh, yeah. Just went out for pre-order. Interesting. That's a big-ass grappling hook. <laughs> I mean, it's huge. Yeah. This cape looks really good. Yeah. These things always look better in the photographs than no, in real life. No, of course. No dark ass photos too. <laughs> like, yeah, because he is the knight. That old bat cow looks so strange to me. Yeah, it's 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 uh, it's almost like a different character. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. I, I, so so you can continue on. I, I mean, I, I think that the tradition of acting and stuff. Like, I don't think you see the profession go away. No, like, I think it'll evolve. I mean, look how much voice acting is going on right now. Our, our video game. Like all, all of a sudden, all of these these Hollywood actors are are doing the. I mean, look at fucking Planet of the Apes, bro. Yeah, but that's not quite the same. Thing. I hear you. It's not quite the same, but it's like it's opening the door. So people, I mean, the technology is going to go where the need is going to go, right? I think that we will see everybody moving away from digital characters and moving totally towards screen captioned characters. Yeah. You know, like you won't see digital characters. I, I don't. I don't 10 think. Years. I don't. I think everything's motion capture now, anyway. Yeah, yeah but like it's it's like, but even now they use like digital characters for like background characters. Like your main character is always going to be mocap, but like the the ones in the background, like apes, right? Like Maurice is played, Rocket is played, Caesar is played, um, uh, Bad Ape is played, yeah. but like the other thirty monkeys in the background, yeah. just digital. You don't think that they have actors on the spot? I know for not, a fact. Not with... I know for a fact they don't. It's on it's on the HBO behind the scenes thing. Okay. So, yeah, but, but I do think it's going to get affordable. As you know, it's not, you know yeah. I think it's going to get affordable to a point where they just hire a bunch of extras. Well, and I, I saw something about suits. Now they just put on. They don't have to do all the fucking. They don't have to glue everything on there. It's a lot easier. Like the technology is getting more. It's going to be easy, more and more easy to do it. And affordable. Yes, and affordable. And the cameras going to get smarter. But like, I mean, look at Princess Leia and Tarkin. And I think, see, I, l I listened to that conversation we had about, about the Marvel Universe going out in a in a flare-up or whatever. Mm -hmm. And depending, like, like, I think that if any universe... I, I, hate, I hate to interrupt you. I have to, though. I, I, I skipped through it. I couldn't go through it again. But I skipped through it two times. Like, like, oh, we're still on it. Oh, we're still on it. And then skip past it. Each, each time I skipped through it, I was reading the question. <laughs> but I think that it made me think. Now, I don't want to get back in the, in the discussion about it. Mm -hmm. But... If any property were to focus on this, it would be the Marvel properties or Star Wars. Well, I think you're right, but I think it's because it's a Disney. Like you're talking yeah. about money yeah, powerhouse. The Star Wars may not. The Star Wars might not do it now because the actors who played it are already old. They've already advanced the story thirty years, mm -hmm. right? They don't necessarily have to do that with the Marvel universe. Like people are still around. The technology is getting is getting so good. Within like ten or fifteen years, you know. Like Chris Evans, ten or fifteen years, may still look pretty good. Mm. And how old is he? He's got to be in his early thirties. I, I mean, he might be fifty. I mean, he, what am I, I doing? Think, an I think, biography on him? I think probably Robert Downey Jr. is probably ten or fifteen years older than him. Mm -hmm. So in ten Easily. years, you know, I think that that would be able to work for somebody like him or yeah. somebody like Doctor Strange, who's popular. You know I just, I, mean? I, I, I personally, Chris Pratt for sure, <laughs> for sure. I personally feel like I saw part of that movie that he was in with uh, Butthole Girl. Yeah, was it good? Um, it was, the part it. that I saw was really good yeah. and engaging, but I I, I... I heard the concept. Somebody told me about it. I was like, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, it's cool. I'll catch it. Um, I think that... Uh, oh, I, I don't disagree with you, but yeah. I still think it's going to be... 
you know, a very minor percent. You know, maybe get up, maybe get up to the level that we see mocap now, like you know where you may have a a lead, you know. Yeah. But in the majority of it is still going to be. But I mean, we've already human seen how. And I think a large part of it, just personally, I think a large part of it is wishful thinking on your part not to let this thing that's really good end. Well, I mean, I'm not. I mean, look at uh, Beowulf. How long ago did that come out? Ten years ago. Yeah, I don't know. A completely photorealistic CGI movie. They've already done a couple. Never go back. Well, I'm saying never go back. I agree. <laughs> but I mean, that's 10 years ago. And right, but even then, it, I was like, we're doing nope. It, they're doing it with Final Fan those Final Fantasy movies that are similar. That's all CGI. Yes. They're doing it with those, video, and those they're doing it with video at all. now. They're doing it like, like that. I was playing that game, like The Last of Us. That's pretty, and that was PS3. Yeah. But I mean, that shit is, it still is a far cry from, you know, major Hollywood productions doing I agree. full-length feature films with an entire digital cast. But, um... Well, let's get to this question. Yeah, if it yeah. does happen, yeah. how does it affect the industry? I think that the industry is going to adapt and people are going to become, yeah, you know. I mean, you'll, you'll have a SAG card for doing voice acting. Exactly. But, yeah. I mean, your voice changes. I mean, like, James Earl Jones, Star Vader voice isn't the same. Yeah. You know? He's getting older. Exactly. But, but that's see, what I'm saying. But, see, there's new technology now. They can alter voices, yeah. yeah. But we, I, I would I, would I, I, I do think that unions eventually are going to be gone. I think they're going to be gone. Yeah. They're, not as, they're not a necessity like they were before, you know. Shit, man. As a, as a, I, I'm a union employee, and I can tell you, uh, some just some under some recent developments, I am very happy that we have a union. I hear you. It's, and they, sometimes I feel like we don't think there's much necessity as you end up seeing that they are. Um, for certain fields. Yeah, I agree. You know, but like when it comes down to like the auto and like Detroit is destroyed because of the unions. There's a number of reasons why Detroit is destroyed. I mean, well, like you could say you could you could put the blame. I, I don't want to get into this conversation because yeah. we're going to disagree, and it's going to be. But like, I mean, you could say that, you know, like for every for every person calling the unions greedy monsters, mm -hmm. there's a union member calling the corporation a greedy monster. You know, so like, it's the it's the two parties together. Yeah, but do you think somebody should be paid eighty bucks an hour to put together a car? I don't know. I don't know enough about putting together cars. I don't know enough about it. I mean, there, I'm sure. I'm sure there's people. Like, I, I feel like I feel like I get paid well for mopping, mm -hmm. but I'm sure there's people out there that don't feel like I should get paid what I get paid. That don't know shit about the. I the hear job. you. I hear you. But there's a difference between making seventy thousand dollars a year and making one hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. Sure. Plus benefits. But I mean, I, I don't know. I'd have to see the, the the people on the floor making. Like, if you have like some supervisor making eighty thousand dollars a year putting together. No, cars. that's like the average union employee. So that would not. That would not. Keep a super, I would not be a supervisor. Yeah, I, I just had to look into that a little yeah. bit more. It just sounds like it's. It sounds pretty extreme. It does. It sounds unbelievable. Well, it sounds like propaganda. Okay, let's Google it. That's not on the show. <laughs> All right. Um. And then do we? I'm listening. No, you never quote. I'm listening 100 when you're googling because you're stuck. Your mind is stuck on the past thing. I know. I have, and I, if you pull up one article, that's fine. I'm still not going to buy it because I'm going to have to find ten other articles to I say know, the exact same it's thing. Fine. Continue. So it's Continue. Um, I don't know if we got any questions this week. Oh yeah, we uh, wait to make sure we didn't do this. Which Ryan is the more charming, Ryan? Which Ryan is the more charming, Ryan? Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? Both Ooh. are Canadian. Both are loved by both men and women. Both have been lauded for their various roles. Who <coughs> wins in the battle of charming Canadians named Ryan? 
I don't know. Um, well, I don't know either for like general audiences. I could do my like who's more charming to I'm me. I'm gonna Google that. <laughs> okay. Most charming Ryan. <laughs> Canadian Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Let's see what we come up with. All right. Let's get pictures. Wow, it's Ryan Gosling in. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Well, yeah, but which one came out first? What's the oh, first this name? This guy looks charming as fuck. Who's the he? first? What's the first name or picture you see? Uh, Gosling. Gosling's the first four. Mmm. And then Reynolds, and then more Gosling. What would be yours? And then a Reynolds, and then a Reynolds, and then a Gosling. I, you know, I don't know, man. I'm not a big fan of Ryan Gosling. He's fine. See, I'm I'm not a big fan of him either, but I have to go with Ryan Gosling because I think that Ryan Reynolds has a douchebag element to him that really? I don't find charming. Oof. No. I find it funny and enjoyable, but not charming. Hmm. And that's to say that I find him generally charming, but I think that that little hint, that little pinch of douchebag uncharms him. Just Ryan Gosling has also been called the blonde Canadian Jesus. <laughs> And rightfully so. Was he in that movie Stay? Uh, it's one of my favorite movies, man. I'll look it up. Ryan Gosling. I get I get him and another actor confused. He was in Style. I don't think I saw that one. He's like, I only do single S words. Yes, he was in that movie Stay. Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. Highly recommend it to anybody out there if you haven't seen it. Is it's that the one that he's on the bridge? Fantastic, yes. Don't give it away. Okay. Big twist. Yeah, I, I've seen that movie. Dude, I love it. All right, we had to pause it, and, and you have to give me that. All right. Remind, remind me. All right. It's very cerebral. I'll turn it back on. It's, yeah. It's a, yeah. I, I remember it being a good film, and I'm liking it, and I just don't remember. I remember the I remember the details. It yeah. was one, kind of a one and done. Maybe to go back and read Yeah, I'm a big, big fan. Had to order it special because it's hard to find on DVD. Is that right? Yes, that's How right. How about Blu-ray? Uh, I don't know. I, I think this. I, th I think this might have been before I jumped into Blu-ray. Uh, That's not to say the Blu-rays weren't out because I got dude, in a little that late. Dude, that looks—it's a smirk, bro. Yeah, he always got some dimples. What's cool about the smirk <laughs> is depending on the angle, it sometimes it looks intimidating. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, Adam's answer of how the MCU will end made me think of this. Where do you see MCU in five years? <laughs> That's from Esteban, Patreon supporter. Um. Okay, Michael Michael Tranquillo says uh, he wants to try to make it to Baltimore Comic Con if his schedule allows. Will the NRR team be in Artist Alley? We won't be in Artist Alley because I didn't schedule it. Uh, you get a table? No, I will be there. You will not. Yeah, I'm working. You're working. Joe, I think is working. Dante might be there, and then that might be it. I think some other people are going though. I think Brink from uh, the Cool Table is going. Pinkerton from the Cool Table will be there. Um. Does it? It's just Saturday and Sunday, right? It's not Friday. It's Friday also. What time is it? Friday. Like uh, afternoon. What time does it end? Uh, you won't be able to make it. Oh, okay. Um. So he says, were comics in the '90s really that bad, or is it just fun to gang up and hate on them? Every time I see an article saying '90s comics were awful, it hurts my soul. Since that was my prime years in reading comics, what are some storylines or runs from the '90s that you feel will stand the test of time? All right, let me ask you a question. <clears throat> do we think that back, like, when we were in the, the 2000s, did we think that the 80s sucked? Comic book-wise? Just in general. I don't think so. We were in the 90s. Did we think the 80s sucked? 
didn't when is it the same question? No, two thousands in the nineties. Oh oh uh no. Okay. I kinda feel like the nineties sucked. Oof. I don't know. You know, like there was some good stuff. Yeah, so like, yeah. I there just... was some there were some winners in the nineties. There were some winners. But like there's a lot of losers. But maybe it might be back to my old theory a couple I mean, there's just so much more in the nineties. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of there's Access. a lot of chief. You know, that was there. Yeah, because I think that, like, the 90s is probably the best hand-done comic book art that we'll ever see. Oh, I agree with that. You know, like, the digital era started taking over in the 2000s, and now rarely is anything. You did have digital coloring very early in, like, 94, 95. Started getting digital I think it's that early. I I think the first digital coloring we saw was in Image, and we saw it with Top Cow. No, we saw it with like Witchblade and shit. No, there was early spawns. There was digital from the paper. All the image was digital coloring. No, that's definitely not true because Alex Sinclair did the colors for Wildcats. Well, I know Spawn was digitally colored though, right? I don't know. We have to, we have to go grab you any spawns I close do. by. I but I, I don't know if it'll say digital or non digital. Where's the actual. They, Youngblood wasn't? You don't even have Lucy's, do you? Because remember there's that advertisement no. with that little alien with the finger and the crazy light effects were going off of it. And that was an advertisement in early, like the early, like the better you draw, the better we color. Okay, yeah, I do remember that ad. So, so I want to say it was super early. Um, where's the fucking spawn books? Here's some. Yeah, one of them is fucked up. I'm sure it's the first one. I don't think it's... Like, that's definitely digitally colored. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was the cover. That wasn't the cover to Spawn 1. Yeah, it was. Oh, was it? Yeah. That was... Uh... I mean, yeah, you can even see the you can even see the, the textures. That's just a digital print. That doesn't mean... That, that necess- I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with yeah. you, but that's not what that means. I think that's definitely... I don't know. I don't know, bro. I think that's definitely... It could be. It could yeah. be. I'm not, I'm not saying it's not, but, like, the Wildcat stuff wasn't... Oh, maybe not all of it was. But whatever, it still fucking doesn't change the fact that yeah. it was the best point in time of hand-drawn comics. No, I agree. I agree. Um, and I think it's some of like I think that it's it's really those de- de- def the defining elements of those characters. Mm-hmm. Most of the characters happened in the nineties. You like the Spawn stuff? Yeah. Go back and read it. Was it good? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I want to go back. It's actually not a bad book. It looks like. No, it's not. It's image. It's not held, Top Cow. This one held together. There's only one that fell apart. I think it was my kid that fucked it up. Uh, it might be five. It's a little fucked up. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She she done. Yeah, she gone. She, she got a hold of she it. She gone. She got a hold of it. Um, But, like, uh, you know, like, when we think of, like, I, th- I feel like when we think of who Cyclops is, who Wolverine is, like, yeah. especially the X-Men, like, it's really the 90s. It's Claremont that defined who those characters were in the 90s. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. I think that at one point, though, somebody masterpied the game. You know, you, you mean got, went too far? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think that there was a. I think that in the two thousands there maybe was, it was a, a. Maybe it was the early. Maybe it was the early two thousands that we're thinking of. We're just associated with the nineties. No, not not with like X Men and stuff, because like X Men was like definitely Claremont writing Uncanny X Men. No, no, I'm saying what it, we thought. Think that it sucked. Oh no, no. I actually think in the early in the two thousands, the early two thousands, we saw a renaissance of like the there, there was a there was a, as you say a paradigm shift of the importance of art going to the importance of writing from yeah. the nineties to the two thousands. Yes. And I do feel like we got back to the writing in the 2000s. Um, 
So I I, I, I definitely acknowledge that. I kind of feel like 97 to 03 maybe was some bad time. Maybe that was the peak of the full raftness. Maybe there was a lot of good shit. And like when I think of like the 2000s book, I mean, like the stuff that I was like uh, the 04, 05, 06, like that stuff, that stuff was mostly great. Yeah. But I'm, but I'm, I, saying, I'm trying, I'm trying to think that, of yeah. books in the 03s that, you know, I could use as a determining factor one way or the other. And I'm having, I don't even know if I was into them at the time, you know. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't think the 90s, I think that it was definitely overall comic book wise, it was style over substance. Mm -hmm. But I, I think that while the stories may not have been great, a lot of the characterization was great. Yeah, it's kind of like the Transformer thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. That G1, like that's what G1 got right. Yeah. Those archetypes that are exactly. transcend time and space. Exactly. So we lump it all together as garbage, but it's it's not that it's all garbage. It's just that the, a lot of the stories were lackluster. And then how we started the podcast, you should never go back. Because <laughs> <laughs> times change. Times change. Um. And that's it for questions this week. And we only have a few Star Wars things to get through. We should be able to knock out quickly. Did you see that new 4chan thing that leaked this morning? Mm-mm. See if I still have it on Facebook. It's a lot of the rumors that we've already heard, but I guess they're starting to rear their ugly head again. Um, so, I mean, are we ready for Star Wars? Yeah. I'll just go through these two notes real quick. Okay. Uh, Let's see if I can find that stuff specifically. Captain Rex is now officially. Yeah, that's that, cool. That's man. Fucking cool, man. Like, I, I, like people. Some people are upset about it, but like, Why? I like, I like these little threads. Yeah, that, I mean, I didn't. I thought and it, it kind of looks like him. Yeah, but uh, for those, I'll try to make it the backdrop for the the page this week. I'm listening. Just trying to find that article. But like the, uh, he looks like Captain Rex. Yeah. One of the rebel soldiers on Endor that's responsible for taking down the shield generator. Well, isn't that what? Isn't that? How isn't that who they tried to make Captain Rex based on? I don't know. That I don't know. Um, but he is now officially in Star Wars canon, Captain Rex from Clone Wars. And I think it's awesome. I think it's an awesome idea. I'm full support of it. And then uh, the last one is Every Rose Has a Thorn. Every Rose. Jack Thorne writing Star Wars Episode Nine. Now, I wanted to look up Jack Thorne's history um it is dude this episode eight shit is so tight-lipped dude real quick yeah because this is this is this is that shit this is that shit <laughs> just as a heads up this is an example of that shit breaking news but like this episode eight shit is so tight-lipped that we're for like this week's news generally speaking we're getting more information about episode nine than we are about episode eight mm. um I'm just gonna look up Jack Thorne's writing history because I don't I don't know what oh, else. So he's spoiler done. alert! We haven't we haven't warned people about spoilers, so you might want to check out. Coming next. Yeah. And it's four chan. Ninety nine. Ninety eight. Hold on one second. Ninety seven. Uh, he's a poetic writer. Uh, notable awards. Let's see here: background theater, television, film. Scouting book for the boys was released in two thousand nine. It won Classic. Best Newcomer at London Film Festival. Classic. Um, Thorne has been commissioned to write feature films for producers of both sides of the Atlantic with credits including War Book, starring Sophie Aconito, which Tom Harper directed, A Long Way Down, starring Pierce Brosnan, Tony Collett, and Aaron Paul. So no 
Nothing that we are familiar with. No, yeah. He wrote TV shows Skins and Shameless. Shameless is pretty popular. Was it good? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So pretty yeah, actually, Shameless might be up your alley. Really? Yeah. So fairly. My dad refuses to watch it. Really? Yeah. So a fairly inexperienced writer. I mean, as far as film goes. So we're gonna do this. What is this? This is the four chan uh, thing. Something else. Like I was looking for the four chan and and saw this. Is this spoilery? No, it's something like real world shit. Is this the North Korea shit I was talking about? No, no, no. FBI agents just raided the Virginia home of Paul Manafort, President Trump's former campaign chair, in late July taking documents and other materials related to the investigation into Russian meddling in the 2016 election. <laughs> that ain't good. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what is going to happen to us, man? Dude, I don't know, man. I, I, I just, I, I, somehow I feel like we deserve this anyway. You know, like we deserve the, the show, the monkey show that we, <laughs> like, we've inherited this monkey show. Unbelievable. Um, all right, so the 4chan thing, I can't, f I've been, I'm look, trying to look for it, but there's so much shit in my feed right now, I can't find it. But spoiler alert, just, you know, be careful. Um, so one thing is, is that it's me highly hinted that Luke went to the dark side on the, on the marketing thing. Okay. The pre-marketing right before the film comes oh, out. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, but he didn't. He just became disillusioned with the battle. He's basically like, you know, a Buddhist monk who's like reached the Zen of everything. And so I'm just seeing if I can find your article while you're talking. Nothing's worth fighting for. Nothing's worth fighting. Uh, Ray is the reincarnation of the first force. That's the, first, the same one. Yeah. The same, the same they're confirming some other. It's new stuff. Okay. Yeah, the first force user. Uh, Snoke jumps from body to body. Same article. And I guess he might be the first dark side user. Same article. Um, I think this might be the same article. There was a couple other things that had had specific names of who characters were. The DJ yeah. shit that was it in was, there. His name isn't DJ. It was like Zen. But Zed they're or... changing it because he turns the tables on the what's it called? Uh, no, his Benicio del Toro stuff. His name's like Zed or Zed or Z or whatever. Um, but he has a relationship with a a, le a previous relationship with Leia, and a previous relationship with some of the remnants of what became the First Order. Uh -huh. So I think he's kind of like another faction okay. head. Which was interesting. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of stuff. I thought I put it in the, the fucking notes, mm -hmm. but uh, I'm looking for it. Yeah. Uh, well, here's here's uh, Star Wars leaks Reddit, and it was updated eight hours ago. Oh, Reddit has an app now. Oh, really? I have to get that. That's cray. Um. Possible TLJ news from EW today. What's that? I'm trying to read it. All right, I think I found it. This is on comic book news. It's from today? No, this is the old one. It's not the one. God damn it. Uh, let's see. Maybe it's gone already. They've taken it down. It's, it sounds very similar. I'm sure. I'm sure there's gonna be, but most of that has been debunked. Really? Yeah. Like what all? Actually, debunked? actually, um, shout out to Megan Star Wars. Mm -hmm. Like people, like I guess people hit them up. Yeah. Like, uh, like they get on my nerves or some shit. I like their show overall, but they're they're usually they're 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 ninety percent spot on. So what's been debunked? Wait, hold on. All right. All, all of it that they haven't reported. So, they, they the dude who runs it, Jason Ward, is his name. 
okay. he was like, "So we got a lot of tweets this week about the Reddit thing and asking if it's if it's if it's uh, you know you know if it's if it's legit, you know if it's legit." Uh, and my response is, "Did we report it?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but did they, did they report all the stuff that came out on Reddit? One hundred percent. Oh, they did. Oh no, all the real shit. Yeah. So they told you that Ben. Yeah. When when was that podcast? You you didn't listen to that podcast before the movie? Yeah. You did. Yeah. You told me all the stuff that you got was from Reddit. Did you, did, 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 no, no, no. I got their podcast from Reddit. Okay. Okay. Oh, speaking of podcasts, I listened to the fifth column. Oh, yeah? It was, it was, it had was, a woman on it this past week. I, I fell asleep Russian on that. Russian woman? She's, she's, not, she's not usually part of the show. She was like a guest. Yeah. But she's Russian. She was interesting. I do find, I do find it interesting. I, do, I, I listen to a pretty wide range of things. I do find it interesting that... Um, I, I, I like. I don't like it when people just shit on everything. Like everybody's nobody's as smart as we are, right? Uh-huh. And they're just smart. They're really smart at telling you why everybody else is dumb, uh-huh. but they never have any solutions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you know, it. it all, yeah, that, all goes, you, that, that goes outside of politics. Yeah, all you are is a critic. You know, and all you can do is is, is pontificate how you know how everybody else is dumb, mm-hmm. which ex facto means you're smart, mm-hmm. but you never have. Never tell anybody what to do or suggestions how to make it better. So anyway, there's that. That's all. I'll do it. It's not a bad podcast. It's very well produced. The guys are pretty funny. Yeah, they're funny motherfuckers, yeah. man. Yeah. And they like like some of the shit I like the I, I like because they I feel like they play it. They're not supporting anybody but themselves. Yeah. Like they play it how they feel. So like the one of the dudes on there. African American gentleman, mm-hmm. he was on. Uh, I got turned on to their podcast because he was on Brilliant Idiots. Okay. And they were talking about this shit that happened with Trump or some. Oh, uh, the the lady, the comedian, Kathy Griffin or whatever that did yeah, the yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like the, the reaction from it for Trump and and Andy Schultz was saying that if it had been done with Obama, mm-hmm. they'd be calling for her head. Yeah. You know, like it, it, it would be. It would be the the biggest media shitstorm you'd ever see. I, I and, agree. And Charlemagne was kind of saying, "Well, you don't know that, and we don't know." Da da da. And then th- this dude he interrupted. He's like, "Time out." It, it, it would be the biggest media shitstorm we've ever seen. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you, know, you know, but like, so even, even regardless, like he's not a Trump supporter at all, mm-hmm. but he's still calling it fairly fair. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I I dig that. Um, oh, I got a guy real quick speaking of Trump. Uh, like commented on my channel like he won't be listening to Shattercast anymore or anything else because Robert D made some comment about Trump supporters and some. Oh, what did Facebook. Robert D say? Like some somebody uh somebody said something absurd, right? Mm-hmm. And uh totally unrelated to politics or anything else. Yeah, but yeah. Probably about toys or whatever. Yeah. And um and Robert D was just like, "Are you a Trump supporter?" <laughs> some shit like that. Oh, like, oh. You know, and, and like anyway, I guess the dude saw it secondhand or thirdhand or whatever, and was like. I'm out. I'm not going to be listening to that. I'm, I'm, I wish you guys the best. I'm calling it quits across the board. Yeah. And I was like, man, like, you know, cool. You know, you do what you got to do. Live your life. Yeah. You know, make yourself happy, of course. I'm like, man, do you, like, do you really think that all these shows you listen to that people agree with you on all your philosophical shit? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I've ever listened to any show where I'm like, dude, like, I agree with everything these people say. Yeah. I think the, I think the thing, I think people are mad as hell and I can take it anymore. But I do think, um, like, I, I was listening to the Rubin Report, and they had this one doctor, and he was a political science doctor, and he was talking about, like, you know, he's very critical of the progressive left. Mm-hmm. But he's also per, he's also critical of what some of the Trump stuff is doing. He's not a fan of Trump, but he's kind of like, he's like, like, this is what you get. Like, 
Like right, right, right. It's, it's like, a reaction. Yeah, this is a reaction. Right. And you've turned people to like one, you know, one topic voters or one, right. one cause voters. Right. And then when you sit there and demoralize them, it's only going to make yourself weak. <laughs> I agree. You know I mean, it, 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 it can't be, it, it can't be. You got to be smarter than this, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because somebody voted for Trump doesn't mean they're racist. That's absurd. Right. Of course. Uh, and, and, and and Robert D, I think uh, what surprised me is like if you listen to Shattercast. That you would take almost anything that Robert D says seriously. Yeah, but I, I will say, like, and this isn't a, this isn't a bash against Robert D by any means, but like, when you are in an area, like he's up in, you know, he's in New York, uh-huh. he's in Man, well, he's in Manhattan, right? Brooklyn. Or does he work in Manhattan? Mm-hmm. Works in Brooklyn. Uh, same difference to me. Yeah, it's, it's, I, mean, it's, I know. I see yeah. the difference. I'm just being a dick. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Thank you, generalization. But like, you get in this echo chamber of this like group think of oh well you i assume that everybody is like me and thinks the same thing and we all have our own biases established mm. oh dude I, I had this fucking training and we were talking about confirmation bias and how how much bias defines everything and how we communicate because mm. we make we make sounds with our mouths make these noises and like we assume we have these bias that you understand what we're saying and meaning and whatnot like you see a police officer walk out of the coffee shop, right? Mm. And he's got a cup, a styrofoam cup in his hand. What do you think? Coffee? It's tea. And you must because you're that biased. Yeah, you know, I, I, to be fair, I would think that if it was anybody coming out of a coffee shop. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> or, or a donut shop. I would think a donut. Yeah. So, you know, you, you think, where's the donuts? Right. You know, and he must have a cup of coffee. He's drinking tea. But we already have, we have our bias established. Right, right, right. You know, and we, and we actually almost need that bias to have certain assumptions about how the world works in, in order to get to the bottom of shit quicker. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And yeah, yeah. in in to, to be able to learn how to communicate effective. But so it's, it was fucking fascinating, man. I'm like, Oh God damn, man. Like people really get upset about stuff and like everybody's a bad person. Like, no, that's just how we're wired. It's a very sophisticated mob company that you were for. <laughs> um, leadership development is the way of the future, man. I want to shout out, uh, other people. On, oh, oh, I want to talk to you about that. I want to talk to Joe too. Um, we're talking about adding another person to the to the nerd race team that might be of great benefit Who's that? for all. Uh, we'll talk after the show. Okay. Yeah, I talked to take him. My, take my place every once in a while. No, no, no. He's 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 out of town. <laughs> um, but he's extremely talented, and everything that he's doing is just getting more. Everything he fucking touched turns to gold. Well, it's like it's it's almost like he's gonna triple our Patreon money. Like he just showed me something on the on the humble. He knows who he is. He's listening now. He knows who I'm talking okay. about. But he showed me something on the humble. Like, hey man, I was messing around with one of your videos and I did this, and I was like. Huge in, in my head, in my head, I was like, "Please don't start making videos." <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, like, uh, he, he went to music school and found uh, Mozart. Mozart. Yeah, he helped me out with some other stuff, and uh, and then he sent like he just sent in like he was like, "Hey man, I see you guys are putting up nerd rage stuff on YouTube now. Uh, here's a little intro if you want to use it." Like I threw it together, and I'm like, "I mean, it's a thrown together thing," but I'm like, "So in other good. in other words, Black Phillip, you're fired." <laughs> yeah. I feel better watch his back with this guy coming around. <laughs> anyway, uh, but I'll talk to you about that in a minute. Shout out to Joe KW, couldn't be here, and we miss you dearly. Shout out to Black Phillip and Dante. Kisses to your silky smooth body. Uh, Black Phillip for doing nothing, and Dante for helping us out with our Facebook. And, and uh, Raul, we haven't checked our Raul numbers in a while. He's at like 68,000 right now. Or should we call him the machine? The machine. Dude, still so funny, man. Still so fucking funny. Oh, man. That episode, like, I feel like that episode, I'm going to be able to go back, regardless of where any of this shit goes, I'll be able to go back in 20 years of this episode, and all those feelings of It'll the best elements of this will will come forward for me. 59,000, 59.9,000, so he's just wow. about to break 60,000 followers. Wow. That's crazy. 
Um, What's the average? I wonder what the average Instagram numbers you are. You know, we forgot to ask him, like, what his DMs are like. Because I'm sure his DMs are fucking crazy. Hmm. 69,000 people following you. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm working on this independent book. Uh, it's about, like, this girl. And she, like, it's really a metaphor for stopping and smelling the flowers, right? But, like, she literally stops and smells the flowers. And then, like, it puts you in, like, this cerebral state. Uh, so I have a webcomic about it. Here's the link. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm sure he gets inundated with that shit, you know? Oh, man. Um, and did we miss anybody? Yeah, no, we got it. And then shout out to the Cool Table Network. Shattercast Uncut. We have a funny episode, another triad episode. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Justin, dude, you guys in your own show. <laughs> dude, I, like, I've thought about, like, man, like, because the chemistry is so good. And, and like, it's, it, it, what, it, what it lacks is the inf- information side. It lacks the fact-checking. Yeah. Just play this out there. You're a big fact-checker. You know? So, I hear like, you. But I'm not saying that's, uh, c- continue, because I want to add something to that. Yeah, but, like, there's a lot of times where we'll go off the rails and Greg it's usually Greg, to be fair, 75% of the time. Sometimes Justin will step in and be like, that's not true. Wait, everybody stop this chain reaction. Here's the fact of the yeah, matter. It's not yeah. true. Like, oh, okay, news. then we can rain it back. But like, without those facts, like, Dust even said it, I think, on Into the Realm. He said like, the same exact thing that I was saying. But yeah. like, without that, like it's just like, wild horses. <laughs> and like... It, but there is like a certain charm to it, and I am thinking like because we were talking about Shadowcast, talking about like doing some extra shows put out through the week, like a little short half hour, forty five minute. And if we had the time, like you know, if if uh, if you know, just whatever. Like a lot of times, it's if if I don't have to work the next morning, it's Robert, Matt, and I that hang on. Layton, Greg, and Justin usually hop off. You know, just keep the mic going. You know, okay, and you get a bonus track. Yeah, and just throw it out there. And then and we can do the same for whatever. Like if, if, if Greg and Matt or Greg and Robert or, you know, Justin and Matt or, you know, yeah. like that's even like the, I feel like they're the furthest two apart. Well, it's funny because we just did an episode of Beer and Boulders 40K mm-hmm. and it was Chris, Joe, and I. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Yeah. But I, we, sit, we sit here and had the two codexes in our, in our the new Space Marine Codex in our hands. And we could go through and talk about stats and information specific, but we just talked about whatever. Like, we didn't do any of the fact stuff. It wasn't like, don't listen to that podcast to get to know what the best bi- army build is. I just feel like there's a lot of shit like that already. Yeah, it's you always know? entertainment versus information. Yeah, I, I, and it, this was an entertaining. Like, we're going to talk about the theories of what we think, what we like, what we don't like, and blah, 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 blah. And it was fun. Yeah. So it, even if nobody listens to it, to it, I know I had a good time doing it. Yeah, 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 which you is most I mean? important. I mean, it's not like we're doing Spider-Man numbers. No. You know, like, just most important that we enjoy what we're doing. Spider-Man numbers good right now. Yeah, it's actually a Joe Button reference. Like he, uh, it was right when Spider-Man the movie came out. Yeah. It was like a huge thing. And, yeah, yeah. like, and he was like, "I'm doing Spider-Man numbers." I think the film's still doing well. It's weird. Um, Wonder Woman's still doing awesome. Actually, you know, Spider-Man is losing its charm to me. Like, like in general. Yeah, like the more time that's going by, and I think it's like. Uh, are, are you talking about it with people? No, I'm just I'm I'm, I'm having talked. Nobody's asking about it. Huh. Nobody's talking about it. Huh. But in my head, I'm like, man, I don't like. I like it. I think it's quality. Yeah. But I'm not sure if it's a Spider-Man movie. Like, I'm not sure if it feels like a Spider-Man movie to me. The more I think about it, I'm anxious to get it again and watch it with my wife and all that kind of stuff. This is how I've been feeling for like the last year with everything. <laughs> like since since Rogue One, you know, I haven't I haven't gone back to watch Rogue One. I haven't gone back and watched. Well, no, no, no. Doctor Strange. I want to go back and watch Spider-Man. It, yeah, but I mean, like I do too. I think. No, I do because same I, thing with Logan. Because I'm concerned that I don't like it. Same thing with Logan. Logan, I didn't like. Um, what else has come out recently? Guardians. Guardians is number two isn't out yet. Like the movie. The, the oh, okay. So you're just yet. talking about one. Yeah. Out. Um, but like I'm just like the more and like I didn't go back and see Guardians again. Are you growing up? 
you from Europe? I, I hope not. Would that be scary? It would be scary. I don't. I would hate that if I grew up. No, well, yeah, I, would, I, would, I, would, I would especially hate it if you grew up. <laughs> but I would hate it if I grew up as well. Um, <laughs> but I, I do. Like, I wonder. That is a, that is an interesting. Like, how long can we keep this up? Yeah. Can we keep this up in our forties? Well, well, it is like because I, 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 I think it does come down to your sensibilities, right? Like, there is a time where you 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 pour the figures out on the ground and you go to grab two, and it, it doesn't, doesn't feel, feel right. right. Yeah, I hear you. Um, Somebody right now is listening to this and crying. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt um, doesn't listen to the show. No, he does. Does he? Yeah. Shout out, Matt. Yeah, I love Matt. Uh, shout out to Enter the Realm. And I just listened to their episode. Just finished it today. It's good. And uh, shout out to Beer and Bolters. They have a new episode live now. Enjoy season, it. Season two, season two, episode one. You should hit up Jay Ruse, man. Get him on a show. He wants to I'm talk down. about shit. Um, Where does he live? Jersey. So he's on the same coast. Time zone. What's what's his what's his uh work schedule? Do you know? I think he's a nine to fiver. Okay. Um, shout out to Plastic Fanatics and Stasis Lock, and also Toy Detox, which has been knocking it out of the park recently uh, with with their content. Tyler sent me some. Uh, shout out Tyler real quick. He sent me some card superpower stuff, like your Star Wars stuff. Did you see that? Yes, yeah, I, I told him to. I told him to actually. Yeah. He sent it to me, and I was like, I thought you were actually interested in that. Yeah. And when I, they showed it at Toy Fair, you were like, dude, I might have to. Yeah, but when I saw the packaging, I'm like, ooh, isn't it the same? It's not the same package. No, it's like this. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Like, that's like what I'm classic. Saying. Yeah. Like just do a, a lineup. Yeah, 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 perfect. So I mean, I mean, dude, I might, but then I kind of want. I hope they squeeze their legs, man. <laughs> the fist punch. And I mean, you can always do like, like I don't. I don't need, think I build that into it, Bobby. That's too sophisticated. And like, I don't need any more. Yeah. Do you know, yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is the yeah. first wave yeah. of the originals. Yeah. That's good enough. I know. Like I need to I need to get working my we need to sell this do this sell in this house. Anybody want to buy a house in PA? Up, hit me up. Actually the, the agent came out and pulled the comps and like might be better than we thought. Joe? No, the agent. Oh. Jesus. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> But I like that you automatically put it together. Like, no, the agent, <laughs> dude, so perfect. Uh Spider Gwen. It's cool. Oh, let me show you this picture. I get, I get some real reaction. Yeah, real reaction. There's, you know, there's something about her costume. It's good. That does it for me. The, dude, the, the these figures. Like, I can't wait for you to get the Wolverine one because these figures are a lot of fun. I don't like the fact that I move this thing around. And, like, there's bits all that. Oh wow, that's impressive. Is there is there too far I can go with these pictures? No, just go to the other side though. Yeah, looks good. I like the little slippers, the little ballerina slippers. That's fucking awesome, right? Yeah, that's that's good. And then how are these? Uh, R two is great. Three PO is kind of fine. What? Why? Why can't they get a good three PO? Uh, you know, the Mafex one is good. It's just that it's it not built apart, right. Well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was I was talking about this. The review is coming either tomorrow or Friday. I can't remember which day I scheduled it for, but like. This one's in a weird place. This 3PO is the action figure equivalent of you had long hair and you shaved it and you're trying to get your long hair back and it's in that awkward phase in the middle. Mm. Like, it's too... So who made that one? Figwarts. Okay. It's too clean for like a proper dirty 3PO. Okay. And it's too dirty for like the ceremony 3PO. So it's like in this awkward middle stage. So is it like an Empire 3PO? It's just like a dull armor 3PO. It's just like, it, there's not a lot of life in it. It's just like, 
I don't know. Like that, the Mafex one is like ceremony 3PO. Like he's ready to he's ready to Where's see the Mafex one? in the other room on okay. the top shelf in the diorama. It's like he's ready to see Han get his medal and Chewie get skipped over. You know, like and the Hasbro one is like a twenty dollar 3PO. Okay. You know, but this one is like it's good, but it just doesn't have it's 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 like it's missing one step huh. before it released. Like it a, needs one to be chromed. It, it either needs to be chromed. Or it needs to have some weathering put on the legs and shit. Okay. You know, but it, it, yeah, it's like, it's it, you know what? It, it's like he went to he went to. Is it like the ship in Episode Four, like before they go? I'm to guessing. It doesn't really say. I don't think it says. But he, he's. It's like. It's like he's going. He went to Tatooine, and he lived in that Tatooine environment, and they destroyed the Death Star. And they're like, 3PO, we're going to get you shined up for this for this fucking award ceremony, but it's going to be big. All the rebel soldiers are going to be there. Wait till you hear what John Williams has done with the music. It's fucking grand, walk dude. Walk into that room. Let me hose you off, and then we're going to shine you up. Okay. And they, and they hosed him off, and they made a figure of it. Gotcha. I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it's strange. It's strange. R2 looks pretty clean. R2 looks great. He, and he has some panel lines, some dirtiness on him. Like, it, it looks good. R2 is perfect. Where's, arguably where's perfect. that at? In the other room. So, how many 3PO's and I have the Hasbro have? Force Awakens 3PO with the red arm. I have the Hasbro 3PO uh like original trilogy 3PO. I have the he's Ma- not shiny. Not shiny. He's but you know, looking at him next to each other, I was like he's not terrible either. You know, but uh, I have the uh the Mafex 3PO, which is shiny and good great sculpt. But he falls apart. Shitty build. And then I have this Figwarts one, which is great sculpt, great materials, great build. Weird finish. Weird choice. Well, do you want me to put some sand on his feet? Maybe. We can do that. Yeah, do a video. Do a uh, Patreon. Yeah, speaking of Patreon, there's a lot of people pulling away from Patreon now. Not our guys. Like 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 producers, people who are who are on Patreon are cutting Patreon ties. Why? Because Patreon cut off somebody for some video they made. Really? Yeah, like they, they, they were trying to block boats, like ships going to England with refugees, and they're trying to block them. Wow. Interesting. But with that statement, we've crossed our three-hour mark, which I was trying to do. <laughs> That's right. And thanks, guys. And we'll see you next time. Great tits. Tight dick player. <laughs>